Before this episode of Countdown to Infinity, an Avengers podcast, we just want to let you guys know of some things that we're doing to say thank you to all the people that are listening to the show. So the first thing that we're doing is we're giving away something Marvel-themed every single day until Infinity War comes out in theaters. Go to facebook.com slash DelphinPod or find at DelphinPod on Twitter or on Instagram. We've already given away so many things, and, and it ends with some insanely cool pops and, and bobbleheads and Lego stuff. And and I think we we're, we're we're even selling a piece of film from the movie, which was weird. We're selling, we're selling it, now. it now. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. We're selling it we for need, free. We need, yeah. <laughs> if you get yeah, we need to keep funding. Sorry, we're not selling it. It's it's free. We might be selling it. <laughs> the other thing we want to make sure that you guys do is uh, leave us a message. So we want to know what you think about Infinity War. So we've opened up our business line, and I'm going to give you that phone number. But after you see the movie, call it. Leave us a 30 second review of what you thought, and then we'll listen to it play some of them again you guys can record it in the theater uh yeah that's illegal <laughs> midway that's yeah, probably it's, illegal it's not illegal it's not illegal record it and then tell us about the your rules. experience right afterwards when you get kicked out <laughs> if someone sends us a uh two and a half hour recording of the movie that would be killer <laughs> that would be sweet but illegal no Yes, illegal, okay. right? That, that part's illegal, Well, here's the phone number if you want to leave a message. Uh, it's 512-937-3763. It's 512-937-D-POD. God damn it. D-POD. Harmonized. Yeah. Let's do it again. We're good at harmony. Here we go. Let's sing the national anthem. We should do this every single episode. Ready? Okay. Oh, my God. I can't believe that, that was genuine. Wow, yeah. we both started with that. Yeah. I, oh, man. We are reading each other's real lips. weird. Here's the... Uh, like blushing. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you do tandem yoga with someone for 18 years. Um, so here's the number again, 512-937-3763. Call and leave a message after you see Infinity Wars. We'll play it, baby. Well, it's time to count down from infinity. <laughs> Whatever that means to you. If you're a math magician. Math magician. <laughs> if you're a math magician, uh, let us know what infinity actually is. I saw a necklace. <laughs> An actual number. <laughs> yeah. Let us know Yeah, in the comments <laughs> what it looks like. I saw a necklace at uh, Jared's because I went to Jared's. Nice. Uh, and uh, <laughs> plug, plug they, have, right there. they had a necklace that was a uh, infinity. Mm, awesome. I was gonna buy one for each of you. Like it had all the stones in it, or what? Yeah, like it was just a fist. Yeah, it was a gauntlet. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. We count down now. <laughs> we count down. Now. I sound like your. I sound like your. <laughs> sounds like you're ordering like Asian food, and I'm like, we count down now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ready? Pick a number. Any number. One. The, th- damn it. Two. Oh. Now we're, now we're going upwards. Yeah. Ah, this is always a mess. We're counting up to infinity. Okay. Let's change the name. Three, two, one. So much has happened since I last saw you. I lost my hammer, like yesterday, so that's still pretty fresh. And then I went on a journey of self-discovery. I met you. Where are we? You have no idea. Hello, the goddess of death has invaded Asgard. 
Oh, I've missed this. And you and I had a fight recently. Did I win? No, I won easily. <laughs> Doesn't sound right. Well, that's true. Welcome to this week's episode of Countdown to Infinity, and Avengers podcast. If this is your very first episode, what have you been doing the past 10 years? God. Yeah. Unless you're 10, 10 years, years old. Fucking crazy. If you're, if you're te- do 10 year olds listen to podcasts? I don't know. Are there podcasts for children? Is there? I think the, so. Is there parental locks for that? Let's ask the child in the room. L- hey, little boy. What? Do you listen to podcasts? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> oh. I thought you were going to improv something. You're I thought like, you were going to do a voice <laughs> no. and help us along. Yeah. No. You look insulted uh-huh. when you saw that. Yeah, like, I know. I was like, is it because I'm short? What the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> um, sorry, I saw you from behind. I thought you were a little boy. No, so Countdown to Infinity, what this podcast is, is we watch a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie every single week. We started in the year 2017 with uh, Iron Man, mm-hmm. and uh, here we are now, Thor Ragnarok. Am I saying that right? Ragnarok? I'm one of your hosts, uh, Emmanuel. I'm John. And this is Andrew. And coming back for a second time, you just couldn't get enough of us, could you, Daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Could you, Zaddy? (laughs) No. That's a kid's voice, Andrew. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) Uh, It's David Letterman. No, I kidding. can't do a David Letterman. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't know. even imagine what he sounds like. I don't remember what he sounds like. Uh, uh, he has a Netflix show. I have a really big beard. <laughs> I am yeah. not. Yeah, I have a big beard. Yeah, he has a Netflix show. Boom. Way to plug <clears throat> David Letterman's Netflix show because he needs it. But welcome back, David. Thank welcome you. back. Thank you. You were last you. on uh, Guardians, Guardians one, yeah. of the Galaxy. Yes. What What has been going on in your life since that app? Um, I, I sold my car. And I got engaged. Woo! Oh, awesome. And all of that was you inspired from this, that one episode, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> that nice. one episode caused that to happen. I was like, I want to be like those guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like us. We don't have cars. Yeah. And we're all married. Exactly. <laughs> it's the one thing you know about us. I'm just kidding. You live so close. I do. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why I brought that up. Especially since our public address is online. So what do you think? Five mile radius of where we are right now? Probably. Probably less, but yeah. <laughs> if any of you rabid fans want to know where David lives, you can find out is what I'm just saying. Just make a two mile perimeter yeah. from my house. Try to find me. It takes probably a couple days door to door knocking. You'll find him. Mm-hmm. Unless I find you first. (laughs) Well, well, guys, we're so close. This is the second to last... Wait, the third to last episode that we're releasing. But it is the last episode that we're recording before Infinity Wars. Let's all hold hands. It's pretty confusing. It's the... Oh, okay, I get you. Yeah. Things aren't in order here. Mm-mm. For sure. Not, not in order. This it's the year Breaking nineteen the wall. It's the year nineteen ninety seven we're recording this podcast, so we're we're in it for the long game probably. Are you guys excited about next week? Next weekend it's finally happening. Yeah, for sure. David, are you gonna go to the movie theaters and watch Infinity War? No, I don't go to the movie theaters very often. Oh, the, the movie theater comes to me. Exactly. Yeah. I Pirate ex- Bay. I experience it. <laughs> no, I, I go, I, don't, I'm, I have like anxiety when it comes to crowds, so I don't go to opening weekends ever. Mm-hmm. And then I usually go to the movies on matinees on like a Tuesday. Right. Yeah, I saw Isle of Dogs yesterday. That was nice. Oh. Or a couple Ooh, days ago. Wes Anderson. It was all right. I, I was like... Oh, I, I can see uh, he's really taking a lot of inspiration from how boring old Japanese movies are. 
<laughs> I was just about to ask. I was like, was it good? No, never mind. I, I mean, yeah, it was like fun enough, and like the story was cool, but. I was telling it to someone and I surmised it in like maybe a, a paragraph and I was like, wow, the rest of it was just like a lot of just people lot, staring yeah. and walking around and crying. Just a lot of so like, much stop motion crying. <laughs> it's very strange. And what did they use to cry? I, I was I was thinking about that and I was wondering if they used some sort of like silicone gel that they could oh. like move around that like stayed in place but they could like poke it. I yeah. hear those stop motion actors were so good that was real tears. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, the stop motion in the movie was so good that the Blue Fairy gave all of them souls. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite part about I Love Dogs is the title. I Love, I dogs. love dogs? Yeah. I Love Dogs. Yeah, I, I Love, love dogs. dogs. I Love yeah. Dogs. I Love Dogs. Yeah. I Love Dogs. I know. Yeah. I wish I hadn't bought the tickets on the, was it like Draft House app? And I could have gone up and actually been like, two for I Love Dogs and said it like that. <laughs> it would have just been like, oh. And that's it. And gave you the tickets afterwards. <laughs> I really wanted to go... Two for cock blockers, please. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a real thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but sweet. It's coming up. Do you guys have it? <laughs> but sweet. <laughs> but sweet. That's the that's the flavor of cologne. That we're flavor selling. of cologne. <laughs> it's a drinkable cologne. It's one of the few since Curious by Britney Spears. Booty sweat. Booty sweat. Um, swamp ass. Other words. Are you guys yeah. watching it? So, are you going to watch it on uh, a, a, a quaint? Are you going to watch Infinity War in a quaint matinee at the Bijou at a at an art house theater? No, honestly, I'll probably see it two years after it comes out when I have to go come here and pick it up from John <laughs> for another podcast. In front of, yeah, for, to do another podcast. For countdown to it. countdown of whatever the fuck happens. <laughs> are you guys going to uh, see it opening night? There's yeah. no press screening, so. Yeah, you got to go with the normals. We're going uh, Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be pretty. You guys are fun. I I hope it's a. I hope it's a good movie. I'm really thinking this is gonna be sucky. <laughs> what? Yeah, ooh, I, shots um, fired. If there's any movie that can be bad, it's gonna be this one. I said like, that the odds are like kind of stacked up against it. I've been saying that like the entire podcast. Yeah. So like, but I'm really hoping it's good. But it's just I'm getting nervous now that it's a week till it because like you know it's kind of like when you lose your virginity and you know what day it is. You're like, man, I wonder if I can even do this. But I have to do it because there's billions of dollars riding on this. Uh, sure. Yeah. But it's just like <laughs> the um, like you do. I yeah. was talking. <laughs> That's everyone. <laughs> I was talking to someone uh, about this movie, and it was just kind of weird because I was like, you you have so many characters, like literally so many characters that like there is going to be name actors, like you know you know how in movies you have like non-speaking extras. Well, in this case, you just have actual like actors that are non-speaking extras. Like that's what I feel like. Like you're going to be in the background, you're going to see like. War Machine, Paul, as Paul opposed Rudd. to yeah, and oh. like instead of an extra, and you're just gonna be kind of weirded out. He's like, just gonna, gonna be, be screaming, "This is forty, yeah, yeah," <laughs> or however old he is now. Forty-two. I think he might be in the fifties like now. Yeah. This is fifty. I love you, man. Yeah. Oh, he should scream that too. <laughs> as he punches some giant other thing <laughs> because he'll get big again. Yeah. Don't get big again. Get, get He's Ant Man. What is the enemy of ants? What is like the natural ant eaters? Feet. Yeah. Feet, yeah, feet, <laughs> yeah. fingers, footman, like like the that the foot, that little piece on your finger that you could squish down real hard. Oh <laughs> wow, crush Mag- it. magnifying glasses. Is this what you're doing with that ant farm that I gave you last year? Just yeah. slowly torturing all I, of them. I peed in that the, <laughs> the moment I got it home. Oh man, how many are left? Oh, like a couple of survivors. They're rebuilding, <laughs> and then um, for you to tear it down. I'm, I'm watching. 
You're like a god. <laughs> That's like I a good control. experiment for kids. If you want to feel, if kids have questions about God, buy them an ant farm <laughs> and be like, just try not to kill any of them. <laughs> and that's God. Anyway, speaking of God, uh, <laughs> this week we're talking about Thor Ragnarok, and he is a god, right? Yeah, He's God of Thunder. The Lord, Lord of Thunder. Lord of Thunder. Lord of Thunder. The seductive Thor. <laughs> the Thor films have always been so different kind of weird yeah too from everything else in the marvel cinematic universe and from each other they've had three different directors um very different plots and goals um but yeah what what did you guys think when they said they're making another thor movie what were you expecting something really dark and brooding or a real fun pop comedy i was kind of expecting um something a little bit more on the serious side just because of the way that thor character is in the comics like it's an actual like medieval almost like drama like with, with you know magic and stuff almost like, a, like i guess i expected an actual like game of thrones ish type of movie um i know that the dark world tried to do that thor 2 tried to do that and the first one was kind of it was kind of you know weird ish too when it came to that aspect they were they kind of you know emphasized the sci-fi elements a little bit more um i didn't expect this movie at all though like you know yeah that's what you're asking like not at all yeah i mean from go, jumping from kenneth branagh to alan taylor and then taika waititi I think it was pretty um, crazy to try to imagine on what he was going to do with it. I didn't, I mean, because you didn't know if he was going to shake up um, his style for just to fit Marvel's, you know, so, uh, you know, basically rubric or whatever. But um, it was definitely, again, like the way John said, you expect that kind of uh, mythology, especially coming from the Norse gods and all that. Especially Ragnarok, because Ragnarok is like, in Norse mythology, is a huge event. Right. It's the Battle of the Gods, basically. And um, it's, I mean, he, the title in, in the comics, he, he goes through this uh, Ragnarok storyline and it's, like, like John said, pretty brutal and um, basically destruction, you know. And in this one, it's kind of th- kind of threw you off, you know, a little bit when, when you watched it because it's kind of the opposite of that. Well, let's talk about our first impressions of the movie. We'll go round robin. Or what are we calling round it? The round horn. the horn. We'll yeah. go round the horn. Yeah, horn it up. We'll horn this baby up. Uh, we have our uh, Norwe- Norwegian, Norse bottles of water, Norse. some Sour Patch Norse kids. <laughs> Everyone has a hammer in their hands. If they don't like what you say, <laughs> get you beat your ass with a hammer. Um, yeah, let's, what were your first impressions of Thor Ragnarok? I want to hear David's first impression. He literally just watched this for the first time like, today. today. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I liked it. All right. All right cool. was, yeah, yeah, John, yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Here's your shirt. <laughs> but no, like I was, when you were saying like all the different directors, I was thinking like, yeah, when when Macbeth directed it, it was kind of <laughs> weird because he directed it like an episode of Doctor Who. Yeah. And I didn't like it. You didn't like it at all. And then when I was watching this movie, I was like, I did see that second one. I don't remember it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh yeah, there was like because they showed some of the stuff the with play, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh yeah, I kind of do remember some of that things going on. Hey, look, it's Matt Damon. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah and Sam, then Sam Neil too. Yeah, yeah I, we, we, I, I was like, that's someone else. That's someone else. I don't know who. That's someone. And we just watched Jurassic Park like three days. Ago. <laughs> oh no, that's sad. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they even had a. I think the third Hemsworth brother played Thor. Playing Thor That's yeah. who I, I was like. That's it, who it I kept, was. Yeah. I was wondering. I was like, is that Army Hammer? Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> Army Hammer lives uh, 
nearby in the same mile he lives, radius. Yeah, Guys, he lives yeah. pretty close to here. <laughs> the do, bird bakery. Do that same uh, knock on every door thing. You'll see David, and you might see Army Hammer as well. <laughs> you might, you might see a hammer. Yeah. Hey, Boom. crazy Jeez. if Army Hammer was Thor because then he would have good merchandising opportunities. Yeah, he should have been like a WWE superstar or something, right? Right, with that name? With that name, right? Armin Hammer. were you expecting a movie that was as funny and as different as the other things that you've seen from Like, How were your expectations? Were they like super low going into it? No, the fact that they were like pretty subpar. But the fact that, you know, it's the movie's been out for so long, and I've heard a lot of good reviews, I expected a pretty decent movie, and I kind of knew it was going into it, you know, Taika Waititi was directing and everything. So I was like, kind of, I was scared it was going to be like rip-off Guardians 1, mm-hmm. but then it was more like what Guardians 2 kind of should have been like right? <laughs> instead, yeah. 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 And awesome. so that was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, his, his humor just shines so so much through the whole time that it just felt like... At one point, I was like, "Is this an SNL skit? Is this yeah. even? Yeah, yeah. They, it feels did, like that. Yeah. Did they did they really spend this much money on this it's one like bit? parody? Like, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, joke. Like, yeah, yeah. This, this is one single joke. And then I also thought, like, I bet Chris Hemsworth when he heard about it, he was like, "Oh, like looking at his American friends. Uh, he's directing it, right, guys? Yeah. And everyone's like, we don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's, no, he's super famous where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what were your first impressions? Um, I really liked it. I thought the uh, Pretty much the same thing as David, where um, I didn't expect much because the first two are kind of, like, the, 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 kind of bland. Yeah, compared well, to everything the else. Thor trilogy has to be the weakest of. Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Oh so. no, yeah, because yeah. I liked Iron Man one and three for sure. But um, yeah, it's 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 one of the weakest weaker trilo- trilogies. Who knows of the who, OGs who of the originals. Yeah, so um, I didn't expect much going into it, but uh, really. Um, watching it for the first time it was pretty we saw it in IMAX also so like the colors really popped and you really got that like Jack Stop Kirby bragging about how much um, money you have Andrew jeez IMAX you oh, have nice. money for yeah, IMAX, I- IMAX tickets? 3D oh but, yeah, yeah, when you when you texted me and you were like, "We're renting out an entire IMAX theater <laughs> yeah. with my own money." Yeah, like, I was like, much. God, man, I know, I'm quit sorry. throwing your weight around." Man. Your um, money weight. It's a fat joke. <laughs> but uh anyway um yeah it was really awesome and again you could see the jack kirby inspiration from there's a lot of jack um, kirby in this yeah, show. It's like, pretty awesome and um to see this type of cast obviously adding uh kate blanchett and uh carl urban and um uh jeff goldblum it was uh and uh, tessa thompson were really really awesome additions to the cast um and matt damon yeah yeah matt damon obviously <laughs> forgot to add that he's yeah, definitely gonna be sure. in infinity yeah, war that'd be, that'd, that'd be so awesome <laughs> But um, he's a Loki double that just gets killed first. He's just in the background. He's like, "Hey guys, what's happening over there?" (laughs) That's it. He makes makes a billion dollars when he does that. Yeah, Um, but yeah, I mean, it it was really cool, and it it definitely is very odd, like Guardians one. I think uh, Taika really did an awesome job at making it his own, and I saw we saw some of the special features and all that, and it looked like a really really laid back set. He just kind of, uh, and obviously he's really really funny, so. Um, he does add in some of the jokes, I'm sure, sporadically or, you know, on... A lot uh, of this felt like it was kind of like a little yeah. improv Yeah, yeah, for cool. sure. And um, it's really awesome to see the Hulk back because he, he'll never get his, obviously, standalone movie. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's pretty cool to see more of him rather than yeah, just just seeing him in, in an Avengers movie. Yeah, I realized that when I was like, when I was watching this movie, I was like, oh, that's what's happening. Yeah. They're including him in a movie that's not the Avengers because he's never going to get his yeah, own, yeah, own movie. Yeah, movies yeah exactly. Again. Uh, Sorry, Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. I know. Maybe if you were Ed Norton, maybe. 
Oh, <laughs> this is bad timing. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah, I agree with you guys. I think it it looked it it was so much fun to watch, and you can't help but think that the actors and the crew had fun making the movie too. Yeah. It looked like a really fun movie just to be a part of. Like, yeah, even sure. when you watch like the making of, like everyone's joking around on set. Like, I think there's at one point where Taika like Taika actually interrupts his own fucking take, and like they're like. And then you hear someone in the background, like, Taika just goes and sits down. You hear someone in the background, still rolling. He's like, what? Still rolling? He's like, I thought I said cut. He's like, no, you didn't. He's like, oh, I didn't? Shit. And he just, like, stays there and, like, they're still rolling. Yeah. And it's really fucking funny. But it, mm. it is, it reminds me of a lot of the uh, the earlier, maybe, m- movies like Iron Man or the movies where they kind of, maybe even, like, Guardians, where no one knew um what they were doing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no one necessarily had uh, too much pressure on them. Obviously, it's the Marvel, what do we call it? Cosmic Universe? or yeah. It's not based on the Earth, on Earth so they yeah. don't have a lot of those relationships they have to worry about or take themselves too seriously. But it was really fun to see Thor shine in a character that uh, is still very you know down to Earth and very emotional, but really, really funny. One of the funnier characters in the movie. Um, and the Hulk definitely has a personality. We'll go down the list of the cast and crew later on too, but I thought it was really good. And, um, just like, uh, I think we talked about Black Panther, oh, next week, but <laughs> just like Coogler made a movie or James Gunn made a movie that looks like a James Gunn movie. Yeah, this, this one's definitely like This a, is, a uh, uh, definitely a Taiki, what, 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 what TT, what TT movie? Yeah. In every Did sense. Right? The, the, yeah. Okay. It has, uh, a lot of, of uh, comedic irony the the way it's edited is is funny um there's just a lot in it that reminds you of other things that he's done and it's insane to think this is a marvel movie that costs a billion dollars and it's just as funny as the other th- the other stuff which we'll talk about later on what's but, what actually yeah. like i do kind of want to i mean david said it feels like an snl skit i mean it kind of does like it's just it feels it's kind of bizarre because like you, you at first, at one point, like I was kind of like very weirded out by it because like the character of Thor is a very serious character, and he's never really gotten his due as a serious, or at least like a uh, a proper serious character in his other movies. And then you have this movie kind of turning him. I don't want to say into a joke, but it does feel like a very extended parody skit, and I'm okay with it because it's like it it works. Like everything that they, you know, every every bit of humor that they throw into it, kind of you know, it lands. Like it's not like there's a flat joke. And we talked about it earlier. It's felt kind of like that Deadpool movie where they made direct references to X-Men yeah, they're making fun of Marvel. like other oh, like yeah. elements of the Marvel movies. Like they're making fun of. They uh, do a lot of callbacks to other yeah, MCU, totally. like you know, but in a comedic way. Like yeah. they're kind of making fun of it. Yeah, which is funny. Yeah, I mean it works. And yeah, so it's pretty cool. Oh, that was it. That was my. Oh, that was my, my thing. Oh, my bad. Yeah, Sorry, that was my thing too. I forgot to was, pass the torch. Uh, Here's the literal torch, John. Here's the torch. Oh, it uh, looks so hot. Yeah, it, it is pretty hot. Fire. So, um, what? No, sorry. I thought you were going to go on with the next topic. Uh, oh no! You said, have you said your I had thing? Fi- I had finished my stuff. Oh, I had finished my thought. My Ooh, we're going to go back around the horn again. <laughs> let's go back around the horn. <laughs> what we didn't like about this movie? Yeah. Well, let's talk about the director, Taiki Wa. Taika. Taika, I have such a Taika bad... Taika Waititi. Someone needs to write this down. Tiki tiki tiki. Tiki. Riki tiki tavi. There you go. That's a great book by Richard Kipling. Kind of racist. A little. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, <laughs> the unofficial biography of tiki tiki tiki. <laughs> so why can't he, he makes a lot of great <laughs> movies. What films have you guys seen? I mean, I we talked before we podcasted how great and how funny what we do in the shadows is. Oh, I man. watched Hunt for the Wilder People, which 
probably has more soul and more heart than some movies that try to be really, really serious. Um, what are some other things that you've you've seen? He's he's made a lot of movies in New Zealand. So I remember like years ago, like five or six, like years ago, mm-hmm. five or six, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> We're young people. <laughs> we don't know anything. Yeah, but uh, I, I I heard like you gotta watch this movie called Boy. It was on Netflix, mm. and it was like a, it was it's from New Zealand. Like that was the whole thing, and it's like oh, I watch interesting foreign films. And it was a really good movie. And then years later, I hear like years later again, like two years. That was like half of, your life. Yeah. They're like, yeah, he was he directed some of the uh, episodes of Flight of the Concord. Yeah. And then like he mm-hmm. he worked on this other movie. I can't remember the name, but like Jermaine did in uh, New mm-hmm. Zealand also. And and then like yeah. And then I just kept hearing about him. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. That movie came out. Uh, was it What We Do in the Shadows? And it really just blew. I think him up as a director mm-hmm. and an act. He's in that movie too. Yeah, so he, he's yeah. the lead performer, basically. I think yeah. it's probably why a lot of actors are so comfortable working with him and joking around with him is because he understands, or I guess he's just a part of it sometimes too. Yeah. He in this movie even he, he plays a character. He plays Korg, yeah. And so everyone is knows that he's gonna take it as seriously as he needs to, but also have a lot of freedom to to try stuff out because he knows what that's like. He's not like Hitchcock who's like, do this, do this, do this. It's going to be scary. Exactly. and he's But he's also like a filmmaker and not like, I mean, I don't want to throw Judd Apatow or those whole, like that group of people under the bus. But like when he makes a comedy movie, he uses film to make jokes and like he uses the actual like medium of film to do yeah. that, like with his like special effects and things like that versus just like people sitting around telling jokes. This is yeah. 40. Yeah. Yeah, basically, like that's 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 an Apatow joke. Yeah, yeah, that's true because a lot of his there is very little dialogue in some of his movies, like Hunt for the Wilder People, and and it's more ironic in what we do in the shadows of all of the things you think vampires do and don't do, and what werewolves do and don't do more than it is you know exactly actual jokes that are written Mm -hmm. into the thing. The the one that always picks out to me just in what we do in the shadows is like it's such a small moment and probably probably was pretty expensive or pretty hard to pull off but it's when the guy he's like one of the victims he's running around the house like trying to get away from the three vampires and it gets all quiet and he thinks he's finally gotten away and he turns around and then like out of his backpack one of the like vampires starts coming out (laughs) of his backpack (laughs) and it's just like how the fuck did they pull that off it looks so good and it's Mm -hmm. just a funny joke yeah and it's just like yeah he's just like let's figure this out yeah and there's like a lot of like when it between that, like he's opening doors and seeing like goofy stuff, like just like in general, in like, every single really room. funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that movie's great. Um, yeah. I'm, I haven't seen The Hunt for the Wilder People, but I have seen uh, What We Do in the Shadows, and that isn't, you know, that I've never seen a movie that's more rewatchable than that one. At least a comedy that's Super more rewatchable underrated. than that. Yeah, yeah, and like and not a lot of people know about it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more people actually know about Hunt for the Wilder People than they oh, do yeah. about what What We Do in the Shadows. Because every time I recommend it, like at work and stuff, they're just like, well, "What's that about?" And I have to feel like I have to like explain a whole lot, even just to sell it to them. Because on the surface, like it is just hard saying to it, explain. Yeah, exactly. Like you just kind of have to watch about it. Vampires, yeah. and it sounds like it sounds really like cheesy and dumb when you say it like that. But it's like again, it's I think we watched it um, years ago, and Andrew was on the fence about it the entire time up until yeah. he started watching it, and he was like, "This oh, yeah. is fucking hilarious." Yeah, well, great. the characters in that movie are really good, and I think that's what makes it seem less gimmicky and less like jackass <laughs> yeah. yeah and more which you know jackass awesome franchise the characters are really flushed out in that series yeah. also I, yeah. the special effects <laughs> in jackass insane i feel like those are real but i know they can't be <laughs> no they're not 
It's all CG. But uh, yeah, he brings a lot. I, I think of all of his works, what we do in the shadows is as is. It's probably seminal work sim- at, the, at least yeah, right now. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's very, very, very close to this movie more than the other things. Because uh, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People was very, very personal and and boy is that way too yeah like it's almost it feels almost autobiographical like it's about like him being this like you know native new zealander yeah. but not a native new zealander at the same time and being this like in this weird position in society yeah mm-hmm. but yeah and then yeah so it's like there's very dramatic moments and it's like yeah that was funny but then you feel sad like 10 minutes later right. and yeah. thor has some of that yeah, i never felt actually, sad yeah. as thor <laughs> no. <laughs> not even during the odin scene their odin scene was actually pretty well like, that's uh, yeah at but, least like the most emotional the, moment in that movie i the, feel like the odin scene was the scene in which we got up to get snacks <laughs> oh, okay. well that's something Dude. i want to talk about because over these three films of thor Sorry, his relation, his complicated relationship with his father and his brother, obviously. and his brother who is adopted or yeah, he's a frost it, giant. Yeah, uh, that was always kind of the underlying theme of the movie, and it it wasn't so much getting dad's approval as as it, you know the first movie was similar to that, where it's like, man, I hope that he trusts me to be king, but there was just this sense of his dad being this overpowerful. Oh, I'm sorry, an overpowering force and the thing that's keeping the whole nine realms together. Mm. And so having him leave in this movie, and he dies, right? Or is he just yeah, become... He dies and... Yeah. Luke Skywalker's out. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he dips. Well, he dips. Yeah. Dip. Well, and then they introduce a sister also, so it's still kind of in the family Yeah, with uh, Hela. And it's, it's, it's complicated because there's this vision, that at least Thor and Loki, they don't know that they have a sister, but they think of his dad as being this conqueror who kept everything together, and Hela is sort of shitting over that and saying, your dad was a real... Piece of shit. Yeah, he was a hardcore guy. Not only did he banish me, but he fought all of these wars and killed a ton of people. To conquer you were born. Yeah, Yeah, how he got a hold of all this was Mm -hmm. through pretty bloody means. Yeah, exactly. And Mm -hmm. I think we we talked about Black Panther. A lot of very similar things and and themes of dealing with things that your family has done in the past. I guess so, yeah. It's just like, you know, sins of the father type of thing, I guess so. Huh, sins of the father? The father. When... When he was when the, that Thor or that Odin scene was happening, I just wanted him to go like, "Her violent delights have violent, violent ends." <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> did you did you In hear them? World, just like did you hear them, Clarice? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he just says he just starts rambling off his fucking. This <laughs> 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 filmography. Yeah, yeah. Someone jizzes on <laughs> on Loki's face. That happens yeah. in Silence of the yeah. Lambs. Someone yeah. okay. throws jizz at her. <laughs> Hurry, Loki! I don't think you can work it up quick enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, yeah, can't, I was trying to think of a line because he's also in the Transformers franchise. I don't remember anything he says in that movie. I think yeah. Sam Witwicky. Does he say that? Optimus <laughs> Prime. <laughs> Sam Witwicky. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break. You guys get into your 2007 Camaros. Uh, go drag race. Uh, I'm just kidding. We're gonna we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna do our Thor Ragnarok trivia game. Then we'll talk more about Thor Ragnarok. Am I saying that right? I yeah, feel you're, like you're saying it right. What does a Norwegian accent sound like? The Swedish chef, you know, he talks like these. <laughs> That's like a very offensive. Actual Swedish Norwegian people. Oh well, we just lost our Swedish listener. Chess. Chess. 
Benny Chesley. Damn, I just fucked it up. God damn it. You said up like up. Every single time you say something. <laughs> Welcome back to Countdown to Infinity. It's time for our trivia game, one of our final ones. Do you guys like being tested on things like sobriety? N- not that. Like that's something I don't like being tested. You know, on. you can refuse of of. Uh, I don't know. I shouldn't be giving legal <laughs> yeah, advice yeah, yeah, on the podcast. <laughs> you know, legally you can do anything you want. <laughs> so here's how the trivia game works. We all uh, I will read a question about the uh, the background of Thor Ragnarok. Something about behind the scenes. We use this app called Kahoot. Everyone answers. The faster you answer, the more points you get. There will only be one winner. And Andrew, what will that one winner be playing for? I don't know this time. You don't remember? A new car? Yeah, it's a new new car. car. This 1997 Honda Civic lightly used 14 gunshots. (laughs) On the side. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay all right so uh yeah there are a couple questions here Wait, do you guys have questions on the game mm, no nope. no nope. Nope, nope. do you guys uh have a preference on who would win i think you spelled thor ragnarok wrong all right okay we're gonna get started here we go See, ragnarok 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 <gasps> the line he's a friend for my work was an idea whose idea was that was it watiti hemsworth a visiting child from a make-a-wish foundation or mark ruffalo oh Damn it. The line where, where Thor says he's he's a friend from work when he sees Hulk. Can I go back? Is it? Okay. Because I was like, yeah. I, I feel like that would have been a visiting child. Yeah. Isn't yep. it? <laughs> was he Same. with John Cena? <laughs> John yeah. Cena's done more Make-A-Wishes than anyone yeah. else. Oh, wow. He was on set for Thor <laughs> Ragnarok. So <laughs> that line, uh, when, when Hulk comes out and Thor <laughs> sees him and he says, this is a friend from work. That was an idea by a child uh, from yeah, Make a Wish. I knew yeah. it had to be that answer because I was like, "Wait, this is like that answer is like longer." Weird. Well, it's it's <laughs> very weird compared to everything else. It was like it's it's also be fucked up if I it was the wrong one right? <laughs> if I just faked that one. Yeah, it would have been. I John, you're on the board, six hundred and fifty-two points. What are you going to do with those points? Do you want to bet? Double down, hand some out to your friends. Can we? Or no, I'm just okay. kidding. Like, or do you want to spin the triple wheel and blow the double whistle? <laughs> it's all up to you. Why? Why is there two actions involved in that one? Well, it's a complicated game. Here we go. Question number two: The names of the ships in the final battle, like the Commodore and stuff, are they based on what? New Zealand car brands, trees, New Zealand cities, or Aboriginal tribes? So all of the ships in that last battle. They have names, and uh, what are those names based off I of? I guess. Yeah, oh, wow. New Zealand oh, Car Band. We did it. Brands. Nice, nice. New Zealand Car Bands. <laughs> Only in New Zealand yeah. will you find the coolest car bands. <laughs> J-Money, you're still number one, but Korg and <laughs> Joff? It's just Jeff. A Jeff. My Jeff. name is Jeff. Jeff? They're, uh, they're halfway there. my car reference? And it, no, it's, it's actually a Gardens of the Galaxy 2 reference. There's a Ravager named Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you that movie. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is so hot. How many calories did he eat? How many calories of food did he eat every day so he could bulk up? Is it 10,000, 3,000, 7,500, or 6,000 calories? 2,000 calories yeah, is the normal I amount. I think I, I think I know this one just because I work with a bunch of meatheads. And oh, you, damn it. Yeah. Oh, I did it. Nope. 6,000 <laughs> calories. What did you pick? I said 75. 75. Well, that's the close. 
I didn't know which one would be like you know how many. Pe- I was like, he's, he's a actually cons- he's a consume. big guy. Yeah, the like the the strongest man in the world. He eats like twelve thousand a day. Holy moly! Yeah, oh, damn. And he's sitting right here. Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, strongest man. <laughs> Jay Money, you're on a hot streak of three. Streak. You're on fire, baby. Streak. All right. Here's the next question. Four of the main cast members have appeared in what other franchise? Is it Star Trek, Star Wars, James Bond, or Jurassic Park? Four of the main cast members have appeared in what franchise? Oh, yeah, I got it. Nice. Okay. Yeah, Star I get Wars. It. Star Trek. I can't oh, go I down the Star list. Wars like an idiot. Because <laughs> <Star Wars? laughs> okay. yeah. Chris like, Hemsworth was his dad. Yeah, right. Right. yeah, yeah. Bones right. McCoy, Bones McCoy. Uh, Idris Elba, Idris Elba, Idris Elba. Okay. and Benedict Cumberbatch Benedict. is in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Nice. Star uh, Trek. Very yeah, true. Right. Fuck he, that Con. Con movie that was. Con. <laughs> Into darkness. Con job. Fuck that one sucked. It's so crazy because like Beyond is so good and like Into Darkness wasn't. Guys, Star Trek. What do you guys think? Email us. Space, All right. yeah, the final frontier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, J Money, you're number one with a bullet. Jeff, you gotta get up there. You gotta get it up, Jeff. <laughs> Who was considered to play the role of Hela? Which of these actresses were considered to play the role of Hela? Julianne Moore, Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, or Meryl Streep? Hela, who plays the goddess of death, could have been played by this other actress. For whom was damn she? It, damn it. No I one got it, it right. Like... Everyone chose someone different. Charlize Theron was considered to play the role of Hela. It makes sense. She would have been badass. I think she was just coming off of a uh, Fury Fast Road. Fury Road. Fury Road. Fast, Fast and, and the Furious. Furious. Fast and the That's Furious true. Road. Yeah. Wasn't it? Didn't it seem like in Fast and Furious? I don't know if we talked about this on that podcast that she didn't want to go anywhere. So she said, "I want to be in the plane. <laughs> the whole all of my shots need to be in this plane because I'm going to film it in one day. In one day, probably. Because yeah. the whole time she was in the plane just looking at maps." And pushing buttons. I think that's why Vin Diesel was like, I want to be alone in all my in shots. <laughs> Can you imagine the next Fast and Furious movie where none of the actors want to be together and they want to be separate and everyone They all like hate each other now. It's yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. They're just it's playing hilarious. Fortnite. Yeah. They're all Fortnite. they're always like shooting like car scenes so they can just film <laughs> so their scenes separately. separately yeah. <laughs> and did they ever explain how they can talk to each other between cars? At one point I think they, they show that they like in the earlier movies they have like walkie talkies in their ear oh. and, or like handheld ones and then they just <laughs> get rid of that completely in the <laughs> later ones yeah. and they're just talking <laughs> they're like who the fuck cares yeah. just shoot it. in real life we should film a real life version of that where we're just screaming and like what i didn't hear you <laughs> my radio's off it's just someone they're just doing nothing they're just like, car's too loud is that a tank <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's insane were they screaming between the submarines and stuff too oh, oh well whatever that movie, yeah. that's a new podcast countdown to fantastic to, to nine? furious furious fantastic nine. Furious. what is it called What's Fu- Fast and the Furious. Oh, okay. Jay Money, still Lost there. Lost my streak. Yeah. Who did Watiti want to cameo in this film, but uh, was denied? Who wanted to be? Who did he want to cameo in this? Was it John C. Riley, Chris Pratt, Jermaine Clements, or Hugh Jackman? He wanted someone to be in Fuck. this movie. It was John C. Riley. He wanted a cameo from the Nova Corps. No, but they, cool. oh, but they couldn't. Sense, yeah. Did you choose Jermaine Clement too? I did. Yeah. Jermaine. I chose Hugh Jackman. That's so it was. Wrong, that was really. the other one I was going to go with. Because he's Australian. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, you're right. I chose that specifically because I knew you guys were going to think nationalist-like. Yeah. (laughs) I was... I was, I was calling it like not Britain. Like, all the (laughs) The entire time. Watching it. (laughs) We have a ton 
of listeners in both the UK and Australia. So I hope you guys are still listening. <laughs> I know those Brits are. <laughs> much, of the film, much of the film was improvised. Who had the best comedic timing, according to Watiti? Was it Mark Ruffalo, Jeff Goldblum, Kate Blanchett, or Chris Hemsworth? He said in an interview that this person had the best comedic timing of all the other cast members. Who? I don't know this one. No who was clue. it? Yeah. I, I guessed. Yeah, right, cool. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, never mind. Yeah, I guess stupid. It, I guess right. What'd you guess? <laughs> well, I guess Mark Ruffalo because he was yeah, okay. a comedic actor yeah. before this. He was yeah. more than so. Thirteen going on thirty. <laughs> yeah, man. Spotlight. Girlfriend. Spotlight Best. was hilarious. Spotlight. <laughs> yeah, that comedic gold mine. What did you say? Girlfriend's past. Yeah, ghost of girlfriend's past. That's Matthew McConaughey. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't he do like a ghost girlfriend movie? I think he did. It's called Just Like Heaven. I, why do I know this? Wow, I don't know. <laughs> you're a ruffalo head. <laughs> a ruffle head. I think Reese Witherspoon was in that. Okay. All right. You know, yeah. you know too much about. All right. This tell movie. us the plot. Fine. Yeah. I know you want to talk. Maybe about Maybe I do it. know that Mark Ruffalo was a comedic <laughs> actor. Uh, uh, Zodiac. What, how do you think Chris Hemsworth felt uh, since the last two Thor movies were so serious? And in this one, he got to just let his hair cut. <laughs> I heard that he was. Um, I heard that he was super down for this direction, like the direction of this movie, because he was like, yeah, like it, the other stuff didn't. He was like part of the like guy who basically like advocated for it to be a comedy. He's like, you know, the last time it didn't work. And, you know, we're kind of running out of things to do because, like, he's been super serious. So, like, why don't we just go ahead and do this? We're already a joke. We might as well just lean into it. Basically. I guess... I guess... I don't think that's the quote. I don't think so. (laughs) But I feel like that might have been the motivation. (laughs) Yeah. Super fun. And it's great to see him in this role. Jay Money. Korg is coming up the rear. Coming up the rear. (laughs) Jeff? Jeff is still there. Jeff is still there. The Led Zeppelin, is the second most important thing on the film. Led Zeppelin granted <laughs> the rights to use their music in this film. It's really hard to get them to approve. Which film? Which of these films was denied the rights to a Led Zeppelin song? Was it King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, Silver Linings Playbook, Oblivion, or School of Rock? I don't so, know. I, I guess. I guess the, the so. Yeah, there are two. Yes, <laughs> Silver Linings. Nice. So Led Zeppelin, they're really picky, and they even if you gave them a million dollars, if they don't like the movie, they don't approve the rights to your songs. Yeah, it's in school, right? I feel like this song is the only Led Zeppelin licensed song. Does that make any sense? No, I definitely heard another one before. I've heard Cashmere every now and then. Every now and then in Godzilla. When Jay Z or Pop uh, Daddy wrapped over, Daddy. yeah, it's not just that though. I've I've seen it like in in trailers. I know uh, what you're talking about that one. But what like, was it uh, X Men Days, Days of Future Past? Days of Future Past. They played an orchestrated version of Cashmere over it, which worked. But I I always hear when it comes to Led Zeppelin, I always hear the immigrant immigrant song and like boom, uh, almost all this stuff. Like, you don't remember that amazing fight scene in um, the Matrix to Shrek? ramble on? Oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Jay Money, you're still number one, Korg, but Jeff, you got some points on the board. Coming up the rear super hot take the best use hot of take. immigrant song was in the girl with the dragon tattoo dragon tats the american uh, was it david fincher karen O and atticus no no no. trent reznor trent reznor oh yeah trent rez that beginning that has nothing to do with the rest of the movie that's the only trippy part i found trent reznor's email I'll tell awesome. you guys off you know, air. Okay, I was like, don't say it on the air. It's just but it's gonna suck for him. We'll say it at the end of that. Trent Reznor at Cowboys.com. <laughs> 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 guys, go to Cowboys.com if you want to keep up with the Dallas Cowboys or like Westerns. Just go there. There's a lot for everyone. <laughs> if you like dudes, check out Cowboys.com. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum auditioned to be this Marvel character in the early 2000s. Was it Doctor Octopus, the Hulk? The Joker or Iron Man? Jeff Goldblum auditioned to be this Marvel character 
in the 2000s. What the fuck? He auditioned to oh, be... Oh, that makes total sense. The fuck. Hulk. God damn it, the fly. He almost became the Hulk. How insane was that? <laughs> He's a scientist. The yeah, Joker exactly. does. Yeah, the Joker. I don't know why I made that connection, but I was just like, I thought he would audition for Dr. Octopus, and I don't know why he didn't click. The Joker. I, I was really hoping the Joker. Jeff Goldblum as the Joker just makes me giggle. That's yeah, why you, you picked know. it, because it said Marvel in your thing. Okay. I didn't think about that. I literally, at one point, when, when uh, Hella showed up, I was like, it's the Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... Hella was an interesting... I don't know. We'll talk about Hella later. <laughs> Jay Money, number one still. This film was going... Wait. Oh, the film was... The film was going to earn this MCU record before there were changes made. What was the record? Is it the longest Marvel film, the most visual effects, the funniest Marvel film, or the shortest Marvel film? Oh, fuck. Yeah, it was going to be the shortest Marvel film ever until they re- they, had, they shot more scenes... Uh, into it kind of a weird one it's like kind of a what could have been i guess so it didn't really feel that short and that's why like but whatever jay money you're still number one Ooh, jeff getting real close now jeff you're getting in on there we're starting to sweat Ooh, everyone's sweating hard it's hard. wet it's moist in this room i'm gonna turn the humidifier off because we don't need it <laughs> what was the code name for this film when it was sent to theaters the code name was it the Rumble Down Under, Creature Report, like an STD. Death Becomes Her, or The Hammer Falls. The Rumble Down Under. What was the code name for this film? <laughs> I've actually picked that one. <laughs> oh, of, damn it. No one got it right. It was called Creature Creature Report. I was wondering, like, that's like a Taika Waititi like, joke. Like, let's just call it Creature Report. <laughs> just call Creature Report. <laughs> Again, to all of our listeners. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> What's going on? Did you pick the Rumble Down Under? Drew? Yeah, yeah I, I, I made that yeah, one okay. up. Just because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Jay Money, number one. Nothing happened. Everyone lost. How many frames per second is the Valkyrie flashback scene shot in? Is it 120, 650, mm. 240, or 900? How many frames per second is that slow motion Valkyrie flashback scene in? Fuck. It's 900 David, frames per that? second. I just picked the biggest one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, fast. This means slower. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a real frames per second guy, though, huh? Yeah, I'm a real F- FPS head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know when you go to the movie theaters and you just get hard whenever they change frame rate. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah. I'm like, look at that aperture click. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you blink your eyes in real life so it feels like you're looking at a camera all the time. Exactly. I crash my car. That's why I don't have one anymore. Oh, full. That's why you need to win this. Exactly. I need that 97 sweet Honda. 14 bullets. Something, 97 Lexus. Something happened in this Civic. Next question. <laughs> Love stains. What film heavily influenced Ragnarok? What of these Ragnarok. films? Big Trouble in Little China, Star Wars, 48 Hours, or Gladiator? What film heavily influenced Ragnarok? Now, Gladiator is really obvious. But yeah, it's Big Trouble in Little China. Did someone not answer? No, we got it. Who picked Gladiator? Me. (laughs) (laughs) Way to call him out. (laughs) Who picked the wrong answer? I, I was like, so what the fuck is this movie like little Big Trouble of China? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Jeff, you're uh <laughs> not winning. Well, yeah, I think you're elim- mathematically eliminated, but who needs numbers? Why don't you turn into a math magician? Turn these numbers into backwards numbers. Um Korg, J Money, you're still in heat. 
Oh, in the heat. <laughs> in the heat. You're both in heat. I feel a draft coming from your rectum. <laughs> a draft? Last though. question. What percentage of the film was improvised according to Watiti? What percentage of the film was improvised? Was Fuck. it 99%, 50%, 60 or wait, sorry, 80 or 30%? What percentage of the film was improvised according to Watiti? After this, we'll talk about it. 80% of the film was improvised. How insane is that? And speaking of improvised, Andrew Cord, oh fuck! You won out of nowhere. I did so it. you know what that means. That it's time came out of nowhere for a freestyle rap. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, my name is Cord, and I'm here to say it's fun to win in a rapping way. I like orgs. All right, no, we won't actually do a rap. <laughs> we'll make in yeah, trouble. That was horrible. But you won. How insane! I did. I know. Gordon Glass. I'm glad. Yeah, I know because John whipped my ass all the time in this game. So. Yeah. Now it's your turn to whoop his ass. Yeah. Bend over. This is sound effects. Oh, okay. It's horrible what's happening in front of me. (laughs) Now, we return to Countdown to Infinity, an introspective look into... Cinema's Marvel film thingy thingies franchise thingy. <laughs> Welcome back to Countdown to Infinity. What a great break, John Peed. It so was awesome. he's at least ten pounds lighter. <laughs> yeah, the chunky piss. John, your socks and shoes are soaking wet. God damn it! <laughs> I think Gross. you pissed all over <laughs> i don't think you went to the restroom you know i gotta say not even a joke right before i go to bed i feel like i have to pee but i go and nothing happens is that a sign of getting older i don't know what you, what you, what you mean by go and then nothing happens like you just go like you like i get up and i go there oh okay i get you and i'm you're, you're supposed squeezing to just... it like a tube of toothpaste and nothing's coming out <laughs> as you do you just are supposed to push real hard i guess so but i might poop <laughs> <laughs> you know what if i sit down it's all right yeah. As long as I aim down, aim up. Aim down. You should probably want yeah, to aim Here's down. what I'll do. If you're sitting down, you want to aim down. I'll sit down, I'll aim up, I'll try to pee in my mouth, and then I'll just gargle it and spit it out in the sink. That's disgusting. <laughs> I think that's the best way to be efficient. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. We're going to talk more about Thor Ragnarok. We totally forgot to talk about something insane about this movie, and it's something really marvelly, which is... Searcher. clashing multiple characters from other films together and uh, i think since civil war they try to do it yeah there's at least like another person in another marvel movie like or another avenger like in not just the hulk this time because you know the hulk is in this movie it's true yeah but they're thinking well you know what's better than one hero uh two Mm -hmm. or three yeah and so the hulk is in this film but also Doctor Strange. Uh, Strange. Yeah. Cover batch. So this Would movie you... kind of acts as like a you know a little mini sequel to Doctor Strange. Um, you kind of see that in the after credit scenes of the Doctor Strange movie. Um, yeah. That being said, you kind of already get kind of a comedic vibe from what, anybody who's seen Doctor Strange. Kind of watches that ending credit scene. It's you notice that the tone is a little off from the rest of the Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was directed by YTT. Yeah, right? YTT. Yeah, that, and that so they built credits. that. I think they built that scene around because that scene was written before the screenplay was finished. So they actually. They had to basically build around that scene, which is pretty crazy. But it is like that scene um, is very, very, very comedic. Like it's, it's super funny. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's funnier than it should be, but it's also like I, I don't mind. 
but I, I didn't expect it to be to go in that direction. Did I you think, feel it was a little shoehorned into this thing? I don't know. I think David kind of mentioned that earlier. Did you say that it was kind of shoehorned in, or did you didn't like the way that it was kind of like very comedic that way? And stuff? Oh, this one felt super shoehorned. Shoehorned in, yeah, yeah, because it just felt kind of like oh, like why was he there? And stuff? Why was he there? Like, like it was just kind of like um. <clears throat> Like a, I don't know, best way to describe it, like a Deus Ex Machina way of just being like, and Doctor Strange, yeah, and no more Doctor Strange, because it's like he could have gone to any other person to learn this, something more in the Thor universe, right? Yeah, but oh yeah, he could have like, and then the fact that Doctor Strange like abducts Loki and like you gotta come to my house, I'm strange (laughs) to my sex dungeon. It's almost like almost (laughs) Sherlock like the way the setup is almost like I I got a Sherlock like vibe like crazy like especially the way there's um the 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 address was written yeah the address and then like the way it's it's kind of but again I'm not real big on Doctor Strange comics it was even one three three Brecker Street or something like that yeah or something is this the same thing remember we talked almost like Baker Street right yeah Yeah, it's literally like a reference to that probably does he live in that house alone the Sanctum Sanctorum the Sanctum yeah by himself. Well, yeah, because he's the pr- he's the protector of that sanctum. So did, like, it's just that one. Did person. he get the same interior interior decorator as Charles Xavier? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it yeah. Like it, yeah. <laughs> it's got that vibe, huh? Yeah. That, that's the Illuminati uh, exactly decoration there. Yeah, I get Rachel the, Ray. I get the logic <laughs> behind it because he's protecting the realm, and obviously someone enters from yeah. space. Well, and especially Loki. That's what he says. He's like, if you can get Loki off this planet, I hope you do whatever you want. But it is it's just, just yellow in, uh, gloves, which is I really guess funny. it it also dates the events of this movie to be after strange and mm-hmm. closer put, to infinity wars i it suppose puts it in a chron- chronological order it does actually yeah because yeah. it you know in, in it's terms weird, of yeah. release almost yeah. like a tv show they have to be like oh guys this is what's happening well i think james mangold the way you say that that's funny to say and i'm not i don't mean to go on a huge tangent here but um james mangold say that like james mangold who's the director of the wolverine and logan right. that they came out recently um he said that like superhero movies nowadays are literally just big budget tv episodes and he's uh, he's not making that he's not saying that in terms of the way they're shot well sometimes they do kind of fit that mold but in the sense that like you know you don't get a finality to to these films like the way normal movie making would be like you know they they there's always something like oh tune in next week or in this case tune in next year for this movie and so i guess that you know that what he says is not wrong i mean th- these movies are technically like you know the big the big budget equivalent to like you know live action movie seasons and if if you know yeah. if you will yeah. so i mean that's pretty it's kind of interesting um i'm not sure if i like or dislike that idea but i mean it's it's totally true i mean i'm pretty sure people will get annoyed of it eventually especially maybe. with maybe infinity war infinity war may be like the the high point and then after that maybe people will start rolling their eyes or something maybe i'm not i'm not too sure i do remember like as a kid always just really wanting those storylines that i read in comic books to be portrayed on film where you know all those uh the origin stories were out of the way and it's just like let's focus on like the world building and all that kind of thing so i was really pleased with when that kind of stuff starts taking over but yeah i can totally tell that like it can get old quick especially to mainstream audiences probably exactly because there's like the i mean with any type of like movie I don't want to say movement because like I don't, don't want to. I guess this is sort of like a movement in the sense of like the French New Wave movement or something like that, or maybe like the Western movement. It will be know. written about in film history. Yeah, like exactly. Like you know, there's those movements or those eras die out. Like there is like a like a down downward slope to all those. Like there, loads of people started making like westerns in the '60s and '70s, and they don't. You know, nowadays only a few people make westerns, and same thing goes for like you know. Uh, 
Well, I guess for like those experimental like French New Wave films, like after a while, I mean, they still exist, but not really much in the mainstream, like out of France or something. So there's going to be a bubble that eventually does pop. And then they'll make the cult Marvel movies. Yeah, exactly. Well, and they'll but, make. I mean, it does help that they are acquiring Fox for sure. Yeah, because you can keep it you... fresh. You can add the X Men and yeah, you know. exactly. And then after that gets old, add the Fantastic Four. Right. Or, no. You know, you've already added Spider Man. So, um, but it is like it, it. I mean, what Mangold said was true. It technically is kind of like big budget TV shows, and that it shows in that Strange scene because, like, you know. I mean, you get a sequel to Doctor Strange, and you just saw Doctor Strange like a couple of months ago. It, it is weird because eventually so audiences will just go to the next Marvel movie, or they'll just say, oh, are you going to go to the Marvel movie that's coming out this week? And it almost, I mean, I, I think we, we talk about how great these directors are, but people go to these movies to see these characters and these Marvel things, and it's great whenever a good director comes in because the film has a life of its own and a story on its own and a theme on its own. But uh, it's sort of the way that people watch TV shows for those characters and how you just put in or there are multiple directors for multiple episodes mm-hmm. in one season. Marvel kind of has that same outline where in, in all of these Marvel films in the last 10 years, they've been able to have some, if you think of it as a TV show, some episodes that weren't as great as others, mm-hmm. yeah. some that did so much and had higher ratings, some got canceled. Yep. Um, <laughs> the Hulk. The Hulk. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's a great way to 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 I guess make an analogy, which isn't really an analogy. It's just a direct comparison to yeah. another thing that is a serial serialized. Just insane. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, doc, uh, the the Hulk, Doctor Strange. Oh man, I wrote notes and then I'm not even yeah, yeah. looking at it. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about the entire cast of this movie? Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Was he on set for most of the Hulk's role? Yeah, he was. I'm not mo- too sure. He did a lot of the he motion did. capture. And I, I'm sure work. that like after he did the motion capture, though, he wasn't available. So like yeah. Taika Waititi actually had to do most of the mo-cap, Hulk. Yeah, yeah, he did uh, mocap characters because yep. he's mostly the Hulk for a lot of this film, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really wish there would be some behind the scenes shot where it's just someone holding a really long stick with a the tennis ball at the end for an eye line. As yeah, him works like uh, was it acting opposite of just this stick. Well, the funny thing about like Korg is like every time they showed um, Taika. Taika in the Korg mocap suit, he had like basically a stick in his like with back. like a yeah a stick on his back, but like it extends up to the top with a a, a picture oh, of Korg's, oh, Korg's face. face. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. like a cardboard cutout. And so that's really funny. See the eye line. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so the Korg character. I mean Taika Waititi as like a giant rock character. And it's it's really really like it works. It's he's probably the funny. best character in the movie. It's just it's the yeah. funniest. Everything that he says is just really funny yeah. and quotable. And well, definitely his was the most like parody feeling. Like whenever he would show up in those scenes, that was when it felt like they were kind of referencing like th- themselves. Yeah. Like get out of here, you self-aware. ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. Piss or off, just like, ghost. <laughs> what, are saying, what are you saying about the, the about the the weapons? He's like, well, you want to clean the? There's still blood and hair on these weapons, man. Yeah, <laughs> this is gross. People are bloody monsters. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god, the hammer put you off. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and then obviously the very like the best one for me at least the very end. He's like, and if if once it's destroyed this good enough foundation, it will become a, a haven, haven forever. Haven. Oh, nope. The Never. foundations are no, dead. That's yeah. gone. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talked about how much this movie was uh, was quotable or a lot of really memorable things, and, I, and it's insane to think about so much of this movie being improvised. Because the they because this movie costs a lot of money, there's a lot riding on it. You'd think that they wouldn't let him do that. There are stories of other directors 
Um, I mean, Edgar Wright, who wanted to make an Ant-Man movie. I don't think that was improvised. That, that was something else. But uh, Gareth Edwards, while making Rogue One, would like to improvise shots. Not even just scenes, but shots. And Star Wars uh, had to call in the big guns to yeah, kind of rain Gilroy, him down. Yeah. So it's insane that they were able to do that um, in this movie. Um, we'll, we'll run down the list of some of the other actors who have their own comedic presence, if not yeah. just badass charisma on screen. Yeah, uh, you give yeah. a gothic Kate Blanchett who plays Hella. She's yeah. pretty badass. Another in Oscar winner in the uh-huh. Marvel movie. Insane. She's funny also, even when she needs to be. But you get introduced to Scourge at the beginning with Carl uh, Urban. Yeah. Carl Urban's character and uh, um he's pretty funny making fun of Texas and what the what the guns uh, Des and Troy and all that. Um, Texas. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, exactly with his shake weight and That shake weight scene is just like <laughs> Just, yeah. just out of nowhere. Yeah, it's yeah, out of yeah, nowhere, exactly. but I'm just like, I I don't know why I, I, I well, chuckled it when I first saw it. And you can tell it. what just... kind of scene it's going to be because he's like trying to impress these women. He's like, behold, my stuff. And that's pretty <laughs> much just it. Random. Like, Look at all my things. <laughs> it, is, it is wild how funny everything is because Hela is one of the more serious characters who's angry, but she has this monologue in the beginning and yeah. they're like, we're going to kill you. And he's like, were you not listening to, yeah, to anything that, <laughs> anything I, said? that yeah, I said? Exactly. Well, even like from that very first scene where you meet Surtur, um, yeah. which is like the flaming the, the immigrant demon, song fight that scene. demon villain from the, um, from the comics. Um, Played by Clancy Brown. Yeah, Mr. Clancy Brown himself. Um, he's the voice of it. But like, they're going back and forth about like, you know, Thor's hanging on a string and he's kind of rotating and he's basically saying like, you know, uh, oh, hold on. Yeah, how did I? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's where you first get like an actual like like feel of what the movie's going to be and it's just everything's just so whimsical until it isn't like because then you get like to action scenes and you're just like wow this is an actual like yeah. really cool scene well oh, it yeah. seems like a different kind of comedy than guardians i know we say it's up there in the in how funny it is i think it's actually a little funnier than it's a little bit more clever type of, of funny like a drier humor i guess maybe yeah because james gunn yeah james gunn has a weird sense of humor where like because there are times where gunn's sense of humor will not land where you're just kind of like that's just weird and that's just a very gunnish type of thing mm-hmm. um i don't know what it is about taika's humor but uh, taika just has like a direct line to my funny bone like yeah, anything hilarity. that he wants me like you know that was gonna make I me think laugh he maybe is. has a better line in on comedic timing more than uh more than more than some of the ironic stuff but he knows how to let the shot linger just long enough to where it's awkward um i i i think i brought this example <laughs> there's a shot where um, one of the characters says something and Jeff Goldblum laughs and then it quick cuts away from him. But it felt like Jeff Goldblum just laughed at the joke on set and was like, oh, fuck, that's funny. Yeah. But they left it in the movie and it ended up being, you know, pretty funny. Yeah. And so I, I think there's a lot of really great comedic timing in it, too. But Jeff Goldblum is in this movie Jeff Goldblum. as that's the Grandmaster. Grandmaster. Who's actually, you know, some fun fact is the Grandmaster is the collector. Some fun brother. fact. Yeah, he's the collector, Benicio del Toro's brother. Yeah, in, oh. the, in the comics. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about it in this movie. Because yeah, that'd not. be cool if they, if they did meet eventually but, but i feel like there wasn't much direction to give jeff goldman i yeah, feel like jeff goldman was just like very comedically himself and, and they're just like just play jeff gold like a very space jeff goldman yeah. and he is hilarious by himself I he's mean, funny some of his work in portlandia is the best that's some of the best episodes that you see in that show the pullout king yeah the pullout yeah. king yeah yeah exactly that, that that's hilarious but there's even people from his other works in this movie i uh let me find her name Rachel House. Rachel House, who plays Topaz, Topaz. in the film. She yep. is one of the main characters of uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Is she really? yeah, and her character is very similar to yeah. her character in this yeah. movie. Sam it's just Neal? a straight edge, 
Sam Neill is in this movie from yep. Hunt for the Wilder People too. Not a lot of uh, what we do in the shadows, people. Though, besides that's him. what it's kind of feel like. I feel like maybe they could have given like you know Riss Darby a cameo <laughs> or something. Yeah. Or like he doesn't make a direct even Jermaine Clement uh, reference for sure that David pointed out with the when they're with the armory and Cork's trying to get his uh, he's like do you want this three pronged fork and oh, then yeah. he's like no it was it a fork yeah. too which is yeah, so fucking odd like yeah for real and he, he he says that it'll only work on three vampires huddled together which yeah. is pretty uh, awesome yeah it's reference. pretty on the nose but for it's sure pretty cool. yeah yeah. yeah. Um, Tessa Thompson is in this Tessa film. Thompson yeah, let's talk about Tessa Thompson Valkyrie. Valkyrie how does you guys think. Because this is a movie that literally, I think at one point it does make you like, tries to trick you into thinking she's going to be a love interest, but she does, you know, it doesn't end up being that way. I think it's when they land yeah. close to each other because they like, they land very close, you know, in proximity to each other and they're kind of like staring each other up and down. Yeah. And then that's it. Like you don't yeah. ever get well, that again. You feel it with Bruce Banner also where he's like, I kind of, I like you. But it's just well, it's the because Hulk of the like Hulk and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but, and then even in the, uh, where the Valkyries fight Hela, it's kind of implied that she might've had a girlfriend or a love interest that. Well, actually what's implied yeah. is that the, the Valkyrie in the comics, which is not, doesn't, you know, obviously it doesn't really, at least not nowadays. Yeah. Um, the original Valkyrie in the comics didn't look like Tessa Thompson. It's right. like, you know, a, a different race. Um, the person who saves Tessa Thompson in this movie, like the one who takes that sword in the yeah. back for her actually looks, looks a like lot the like real the real Valkyrie. Valkyrie right. yeah. yeah. And so, but that, um. She's great in this movie. She's actually way funnier and way uh, more, um, you know, way way more stronger of a character than I thought she would play it. And so, like, yeah. I, I really thought, like, she, you know, hats off to her because it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was good to see her in Annihilation this past year. Yeah, Annihilation also. was great, too. Um, you can talk about the Hulk. The Hulk, the fact that the Hulk actually fucking talks in this movie, which yeah. is, like, I don't know if that... Um, pretty interesting. Did that throw anybody off? Because that did throw me off when I first saw the movie. That's kind of the way he is in the books. Which, yeah, yeah. I just didn't think it would ever, like, kind of work on screen. Yeah. And I'm still kind of... I don't know if... I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm on the fence about it. I still kind of feel weird about it because it's still kind I of. I just like, want it to be all Lou Ferrigno's voice, all of it. <laughs> the thing is, like, the fact that the Hulk talking is like because now you've established that the Hulk talks. So, like, I feel like in every movie after this, if the Hulk appears, he's going to have to like you know hold a some sort of a infantile conversation with people. So, I mean, assuming he makes it past the next movie. True, but the thing is, that, but but the fact that he's talking makes me weirded out because like Taika Waititi, obviously under the direction of him, was able to nail this type of tone. Um, I don't know if anybody else can. Yeah. So, like, you know, what if they just don't have the Hulk talk in Infinity War because, you know... Most of it is just screaming anyway. Isn't it? This, is this... It's just, like, it's just very odd because it's, it's a little... It's very comedic the way he talks. Like, it's, mm. it's like... In the like cinematic, in all these Marvel movies, is this the longest Hulk has stayed the Hulk in a while? Because yeah, eventually yeah. doesn't... In, in some ways, doesn't Hulk just stay him for... So longer, it, longer periods this, of time. This movie is a combination of a lot of storylines in the comics. It's a combination of the Contest of Champions, which Grandmaster actually does run. There's a video game on it in, on your on the App Store and things like that. Um, it's a mixture of uh, Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk okay. and it's a mixture of the Ragnarok storyline <clears> as well. But um, yeah, on on in Planet Hulk, the Illuminati kind of gather up, which are the smartest minds on Earth: Reed Richards, Doctor Strange. Um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Professor X. Yeah, Professor X, et cetera. They deem him too dangerous and they ship him off into space and he lands on a planet and the only way he can survive on that planet is to stay the Hulk because there's a thinner atmosphere. So he stays the Hulk for a long time, conquers that planet, which is actually named Sakaar. And uh, that's the planet that you kind of get in this one. Um, it looks way more, way more colorful, way, way, way different. But um, yeah, he does end up staying the Hulk. It, it, for a long period yeah, of time. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, until he comes back to Earth. Because there is this whole like, dynamic in the comics where it's just like it's 
Hulk doesn't like Banner and Banner doesn't like Hulk because, right. like, for obvious reasons, like mm-hmm. one of them isn't the other. Basically, B- both of them yeah. want to be the the primary yeah, person. Exactly, yeah. Right. It reminded me a ton of Alan Moore's take on uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, just like how they're like competing personalities, but how both of them have their like pros and cons to right. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read somewhere that eventually Hulk just become stays Hulk forever, mm-hmm. and then everyone dies around him. And he's just finally alone. I mean, alone. there's like an old man Logan. Yeah, that makes like, me sad to think an about. An old man Logan, the story, like the Hulk is actually like an old man. Like, not Br- yeah. Banner. Like, it's an actual Hulk. It actually yeah. happened recently, too, in the comics. Like, I think last month, um, <laughs> they did like an old man Thanos type of thing where Thanos visited himself from the future. And he has a dog, which is a pet, and it is Bruce Banner as the Hulk. And he's, he, yeah, he's pretty old and stuff. And he has a herald, like uh, the Silver Surfer is to Galactus. But it's a cosmic ghost writer that is uh, Frank Castle, which is a Punisher. But uh, yeah, yeah. So there's been a bunch of imp- interpretations where the Hulk stays the, the Hulk, Hulk for, for yeah, a really, yeah. really long time. And it, it is a battle, I guess, internally. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and in that storyline of that old man Thanos, uh, they finally get him to revert back to Bruce. And Bruce is immediately like, oh, yeah, kill me. Because I'm about to turn back into the Maybe Hulk. in Wakanda they can use vibranium. To cure him. To cure yeah. him. Yeah, vibranium right. cures Everything, <laughs> guys. Yeah, apparently, apparently, it does. Well, let's talk about Ragnarok. So, Ragnarok is symbolically the end of, of Asberg. Yeah, Asberg, As Place, Asgard. Yeah, Asgard. It's the, it's the end of Asgard. Thor it has been seeing it in his head forever. There's this demon that kind of foreshadows the end in uh, um, Age of Ultron, right? Doesn't it kind of hint on it is they hinted in age of ultron which is kind of weird and yeah a very more serious take on it like that all that stuff that not was this hinted, movie yeah all that stuff that was hinted in age of ultron doesn't they, they scrapped here. it for yeah, sure it does not happen here but it's uh it's it's sort of weird because uh just like in uh, what's the second winter soldier a, a lot of the themes of these marvel movies after it gets to part two or part three is to tear down everything that you just built um like shield having it infiltrated by hydra or Iron Man um, blowing up all of his suits. There's this yeah. kind of self-destruction, which helps because it's not just sunny days and daisies for these characters every movie that that comes out. Yeah. And Ragnarok is just another direct way to destroy everything yeah. that, and I was telling, that the Hulk needs. To, oh yeah. yeah, I was telling John that like up to a certain point, it does kind of feel... Like the uh, the previous two Thor movies, like um, before he he uh, fights Hela, you know, after Doctor Strange, and then after that it gets a little bit more colorful and it throws away everything that you think you know about. Uh, they even Thor, kill off Thor, Thor characters. They yeah, kill off, they kill off the Warriors. They kill off the really Warriors quickly. Three. Yeah, super quick, and um, <laughs> they kill off the Warriors three, and uh, obviously they cut his hair, you know, uh, which is also the Stan Lee cameo, Sorry. which we'll talk about later. But yeah, they end up cutting his hair, and uh, they have Hulk talk and. It is a def- fairly, you know, fairly new dynamic that they have for uh, the movie, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then one of the other um, things that I wanted to bring up that we haven't really talked about yet is the... Um, shit, hold on. I just fucking lost it. Boom. Yeah, I just fucking lost prepared. it. It's the fact that, like, I think it was... Uh, I was talking about... I was thinking a lot about the hammer, basically, and how he uses the hammer in this one. Um, cause that's a really cool thing. I don't know if I, I kind of like the hammer, um, yeah. imagery a little bit more than the actual, like Thunder God Thor though. Like, yeah, 
I really like that line where he says, "You're not the god of hammers." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, maybe it's just I was kind of a little attached to that hammer, like the way Thor was. Oh yeah, because like, Hela destroys it. He destroys in it, like, but in like, like also, I but definitely also, thought that like at the end of this movie, he's gonna get a fucking get it back. hammer back. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what was cool about it too. Is that you literally like that's the intro to this movie. It's like him whipping ass with the hammer. The hammer made it all possible, and then suddenly and it's bookended boom. at the very end. Yeah. It's yeah. similar yeah. to the very first Thor because the first Thor was, "What are you without your hammer?" And this time it's similar. It's like, what are you without your hammer? But you still have your all your... But now you have yeah, thunder stuff, yeah. or lightning. Yeah, and that, like, even the Hulk spells it out at one point. He's like, I can understand. It feels like family member dying. Yeah, <laughs> He's exactly, like, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I was just coming from, like, an actual, like, visual point of view. Like, I think yeah. um, the scenes with, like, especially because we finally got a very badass Thor scene with the hammer at the beginning. We have that scene. My, one of my favorite shots, I think maybe... My favorite sequence of shots in the movie is when the hammer – it's a close-up on the hammer because that's very like Jack uh, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee Thor. Like, you know, whenever he throws a hammer, it's just a whole panel is dedicated to it. So yeah. it's like flying across the screen, but the fr- it's like yeah, perfectly the in frame. locked on it. Yeah, the you entire time. Like, uh, it's awesome. Yeah, like fighting in the background. And, and then it just like – It's basically obviously- his security blanket because he just shoves his hand out. And it's going to come. Basically, he fights yeah. like a dragon and shit, and this fucking is awesome. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And then the ending dope. scene to me is just a little disappointing because he, all he is is just like, you know, he's just throwing sparks everywhere. He has lightning. Sp- sparkles. Yeah, he just, he's, he's, he's shocking Jeff everybody. everybody. He's Speaking just, of fight, fighting, um, Hela, she's the, what is she, the goddess yeah, of death? Yeah. What is her What is her power? Because when she destroys spears. all of the Asgardian army, just spears, right? Ass. Spears. She just has swords. spears and swords and axes. Coming out of asses, <laughs> she's got asses, asses coming out of her sword. Asses off the wazoo. Um, but yeah, she just brings these this shit out, and it's just killing everyone. It's like when she wants to kill someone, she's got infinite ammo. She just throws. She has infinite vibranium. Yeah, the CGI was a little rough when she's fighting yes. all the um all the all the soldiers. She like, quickly yes. kills all of them. That CGI I, was was kind of rough. How it long do you think that the scene video is? game? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a on my yeah. on my watch, is like this is like two minutes. She killed all of Asgard in two minutes. Um, I guess it's to show she's powerful, but geez. I guess kind of dumbed down. of like, Again, like with all these Thor movies, and this one's no different, they, they dumbed down the characters. Not dumbed down. That's a little bit of a harsh thing. It's kind of fucked up they that you kind said of, that. <laughs> well, because like, all these characters are deities in the in the comics and so like you know hella really is the goddess of death she her name is hella and then she she rules the 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 realm of hell well let's like talk H-E-L. about talk about hella because she is important to the infinity war as well right is she i'm not sure. um no i, she, well, I think it was the speculation yeah, leading up to because in the was, book thanos wants the infinity gauntlet so that he can wipe off half the universe to impress death to get a date with death yeah and death's an and actual like an actual feminine like entity right. the, yeah. the goddess of death and death are two separate entities so um but i don't think that's going to happen they kind of just announced that thanos is you know motivation doing something that. else yeah he's just trying to balance the universe and that's basically it so fake, so fake news yeah fake basically news. but like but hella that showed I mean, up on my facebook cambridge analytica feed so uh, i don't know if it was true or not <laughs> um the hella character though uh while being played really you know uh, she's she's played very well by by Blanchett. Um, the character itself is kind of a weird v- version of the comics one. Still very yeah. very very strong, obviously, because they don't actually defeat her in this look. movie. Yeah, she's, she's the also she's yeah. the ultimate reason why that weird crown and everything. Asgard is destroyed because she draws her power from Asgard, and so Hulk thinks, well, we'll just get rid of Asgard. Oh, Thor. Yeah, Thor, uh, yeah. sorry. Who did I say? You said Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Hulk is part of Thor now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then then he also decide or he comes to the realization that 
you know, our Asgard is the people and not the place, which doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grammatically, right? Because yeah. Andrew was like, Asgard is a people? Does that make any sense? Yeah, like, just, like oh, we're all Texas. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, we don't have to be in Texas to be Texas. It's right here. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. touching it's my boners. He said it's right here, and he uh, pointed at his dick. Yeah, it's big and bright. <laughs> this is <laughs> Texas. <laughs> um, there's so much in this movie that uh, has... We, we Let's talk about that little throne room. What, what do we call that? The room where the gauntlet is, the fake gauntlet. Fake and gauntlet. Fake news. The fake news gauntlet is. One of the things that uh, was a continuity thing... Yeah, it's a continuity error, because they show the gauntlet in the first Thor, that it's full of stones. And so in this movie, they literally have a scene where Hela walks by it, fake, and she like drops it, like she just, just so people know yeah. that mm-hmm. that's not the real. Yeah, it's a bunch it of callbacks a, to just old decoy. movies, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it is. Just a bunch of whole callbacks because they show the the casket of the winters. casket of yeah, the casket of ancient winters. Yeah, and then they show um, the tesseract. They very, you know, they really do have a close up of Loki kind of looking at the tesseract here at the very end to imply mm-hmm. what's going to happen He's in like, the next boy, movie. That tesseract, thick. Well, we yes. haven't even <laughs> talked about Loki that much. What Loki is one of the most popular characters in the entire MCU. He, he's definitely probably the best villain. So Women far. swoon over him. Men want to be him. Some men swoon over Dogs him. Dogs want to hump him. Um, Loki <laughs> on the phone. Hiddleston? What's Tom, his name? Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He's not on the phone. But what do you what do you think about Loki? It seems like his character has a very obvious formula, which is help, and then don't. Betray. Yeah, yeah, and, and then help. Thor again. says it directly when yeah. they're they're talking in the elevator. He's like, you know, you're you and I'm me. Like we always wanted to be on the same side, but. You know, he also gives a bunch of funny stories, you know, that they've had in their past where he's like, hey, you remember when you turned me into a frog? Yeah. Which is awesome because throg is an actual thing in the comic books. And then he's like, yeah, one time he turned into a snake and he ended up, you know, he he, he transformed into a human and stabbed me or whatever. So it's just kind of that that round and round cycle that they end up doing throughout the uh, throughout and every Hulk, movie. That Hulk finally in. learns, right? Or finally does something different. Does he? The does Hulk? he? Yeah. No shit, Thor. <laughs> oh, I was like, huh? No, doesn't Thor? Uh, <laughs> um, like, yeah, he ends up like he he catches on to that cycle. Yeah. And so like, because we catch on to it as eyes, we're like, yeah, oh he man, he knows that he's going to be for a couple of movies. Yeah, yeah. So like he he basically preps. He he pins Loki with one of those little devices that per- uh, paralyzes someone. So um, when Loki tricks him, he's like, huh, I knew you were going to trick me. There's a really comedic scene right before that, though, which is the, like the, the highlight help. of the, the, them two. Yeah, the get help scene. Get help. Like, is I don't really, want to play get help. And then that's a good one. He chucks Loki at a, well, he, at a he, horde of soldiers. The Loki uh, Hulk, no, the, the Loki Thor dynamic <laughs> has always been one of the special things about this franchise because uh, they're, yeah, they're brothers. Well, yeah, it's also <laughs> they're like, you, you bros. Get a, you get a good cap off to this <laughs> too, like an actual cap to it, even towards like the very end, at the very, um, you know, even on the after credit scene. Yeah, um, it's a really nice little, not not good. <laughs> this, this Norway water tastes like Norway. <laughs> Ouch. Um, so pollution. <laughs> God damn. Um, fuck, you, you threw me off. I just I don't know what I was talking. Oh yeah, the after credit scene. Um, yeah, yeah. the dynamic be- between them two is kind of downplayed a little bit. Like it's not as serious as it wasn't other movies because this movie isn't very yeah. isn't there very are plenty serious, other like, comedic moments in this movie other than you know thor disagreeing and loki tricking thor right yeah it's, it's kind of like everything else everything's played up for laughs so that that dynamic is played up for laughs like in this one as opposed to the other right. ones yeah that elevator scene's a big oh uh big you know 
big example of that because they end up being super serious yeah. and they're like, you know, we're going to part ways and then suddenly they do the get help yeah. thing, you know? And then even the, like, the, the after credit scene, which I guess that's where I was aiming at. Like, it's, it's feels like it was going to be very comedic and then because you see Thanos' ship on the horizon, you know that this is probably the last time you see those two, like, together. together. They yeah. spend a lot of time fighting for their parents' approval and their parents are gone, so who is there left to yeah, exactly. accept so, each other? To I think that he, that's what he says in the line. He's like, there's family. no there's no reason for us to kind of family. see. Vin Diesel's here. Yeah. Fast and Furious. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, you guys like uh, Cars? The movie? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, there's a... There's, uh, uh, Thor Ragnarok explores a bunch of uh, different themes, but what do you think Thor's journey is? So, from the beginning to to the end, what happens? I mean, he loses his hammer, so I guess he learns to not need it. He loses an eye. He loses an eye, so he learns not to need that. But he's never seen clearer. Okay. But I I don't know. Is it supposed to be that his uh, idea of Asgard or his ultimate goal of being king... Uh, just evolves to just being to actually king yeah being like, like with his people <laughs> instead of trying to keep the the buildings from burning down or something Cause, oh i mean like it, it's so weird because they try to make him king and it definitely seems like he spends most of his time not not there, there. yeah so uh, i guess that might be it because like now like, now he's finally if king. anyone should have a problem is his people like yeah. not, not like well because he yeah. leaves to save the earth yeah and well, he leaves to find infinity stones that, that hilarious scene where they're having that little play or you know whatever they have a uh, odin there being played by you know loki or whatever and um loki's even telling him like everything Shit. was fine you know before you got here you know we're all uh not not giving a you know not having a care in the world or whatever and then finally he ends up getting there and He's, he becomes a little bit more dedicated to Asgard, the people. I, mean, I guess he asked you at the very end of the movie. I mean, right. they I guess literally it, just on a ship. And it's going to be some nowhere. interesting Infinity War to see where his allegiance lies. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because obviously they're going to have to strip him away from these people so that he can go fight Thanos with the Avengers. So it's kind of like, uh, do the people get, like, do the Asgardians yeah. get to Earth? Or do maybe they, they all die? Maybe or? they kill yeah. half of them or something. Yeah. Who uh, who knows? It's going to be interesting to see. David, what's your opinion on the border wall? On the border wall? I mean, from Asgard to Earth. Yeah. I think keep it, it up. Yeah, keep that thing up. We got oh, enough build build. Wall. Yeah. humanoid aliens well, on our Earth. Part of me yeah. thinks that they're going to settle on too Earth. Much. I, I, I got that. Is that happening in the comic books or what? Yeah, they, they, got, there's Asgard's yeah. over they? Oklahoma at one point. Boom. Boom. They're all from Oklahoma. Asgard's over Oklahoma, my favorite <laughs> theme park. <laughs> Asgard over Oklahoma? That does sound like a theme park. But, uh, gold and wheat. Yeah, uh, and white people galore. <laughs> white people galore. They're raining. It is a Asgard, Norse mythology. Yeah. Anyway, um, shit. It's only Heimdall there. <laughs> what do you guys think about Heimdall? You think he's going to die? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, yeah I I'm think pretty so sure. Yeah. I told John. I said I think they have so many side characters in Infinity War so this that is they the can movie kill to do you. It. Like, yeah, so Infinity they can Wars. kill those and not have to kill the heroes. Because we were talking about like you know actual these things becoming TV episodes. Um, something in that is the fact that like you know TV episodes, unless something actually big happens, there's not a lot of stakes because you know that the character is going to survive. So Infinity War will be the will be the moment to start. You know, taking out some yeah. of these some of these characters because the more you kill, they're just like we need to stop him so that he could stop killing us. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. They gotta, Obviously, yeah. they gotta raise the stakes. Kill people. Kill Wong. Kill Kill Nebula. Kill Mantis. Ugh. Kill Heimdall. 
Just the entire supporting cast, basically. Yeah, for sure. Start Iron cho- Man, start Captain America, Hulk. I'm sure some of the first-timers will leave. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm hoping Iron Man dies. Like, you know, just... Ooh, Ooh shots, shots fired. fired. RDJ. RDJ, open RDJ, invite. RDJ, open invite. Um, what else? What else do you guys want to talk about from this movie? I want to talk about one more thing and then a disappointment after that. Ooh. Ooh. Like, of the movie or just in life? Of the movie. Um, oh, okay. The other thing before that, though, was probably just Stan Lee's cameo, which was kind of... I thought it was funny. I thought it was always funny. Yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> the only reason it's I th- me, the boy again. <laughs> I think I, I uh-huh. the only reason I thought it was funny was the because Thor's dialogue after was very classic Thor. Like he's literally saying like by Odin's beard and this and that. Yeah. That's really funny. That was just a nerdy, funny moment for me. The mighty Thor. And then smash cut to him being like, "Please don't do." Yeah, it. yeah. And then it gets it gets <laughs> again, comedic kinda, again. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit, whatever." <laughs> okay, cool. It really does break down a lot of those uh, tropes and things that it does because all of the other Thor and Marvel movies. I think do. in talking about it with you guys, I'm just like, wow, there are a lot of jokes. Like almost everything is For undermined sure. by a, oh, yeah. by a punchline. Not that it doesn't like. I, if this was Guardians two it does that a lot, but Guardians it doesn't work in Guardians two. No. Like there are some very serious serious moments in Guardians two, and then like and then a punchline happens. You're just like, mm. all right, come on, like seriously. It's that balance, you know. Yeah, and this one, I don't know what it is. Like I can't really explain it, but it it, it works. Like. I, it, you know, in talking about it with you guys, because I'm not watching the movie, I feel like I'm a little frustrated that it keeps happening. Yeah, but as you're watching, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Again, you're you're like, watching, it's like, funny. This is really funny. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I think um, it's great to have this moment of levity before whatever the fuck happens in this thing. Yeah, because it's going to be. I'm really pointing bad. at yeah. Infinity War. Just I'm not pointing screen, at Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> whatever the fuck this guy does. Just pointing at the, the copyright infringement. Whatever the fuck this thing is. What's your disappointment? Was that your disappointment? No, my disappointment was the fact that the Fenris wolf appears in this fucking movie and there's... That giant five, dead wolf? They cut seconds. away from the fight between him and Hulk. Too expensive. Too expensive. Yeah, yeah too basically. Expensive. Basically, but like... Too much fuck. CGI. It's like the Hulk and, you know... The and wolf. also people aren't down with a wolf, or like a dog getting beat up on camera. You're not, yeah, that, that's true. Peter, so that's fucked up. <laughs> the, the Asgardian fuck? PETA would have been there ASAP. Is that what you're Googling, John? Dogs getting beat up by small by, by the by Hulk? A, yeah. By, by small by midgets, midgets <laughs> beating would, up basically dogs. The Fenris. Wo- Never mind. Okay, cool. Little people. But yeah, you're not wrong for sure. It was yeah. It was a little like it's kind of like the Hulk and Thor fight in in um. We didn't even talk about a lot of you know, Thor Gar- and Hulk. Gar- fight. Gareth Edwards directed the scene, and so he cut away. You remember the Thor and Hulk fight from Avengers One? Yeah. Oh, you kind of wanted more from that. Like yeah. when you first saw it, that's that was just me on, on this scene. Yeah, well, that 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 fight scene between Hulk and Thor was the commercial yeah, for the movie. Was like yeah. the well, I was talking point. about the first Avengers one. I was just comparing that one. But right. I guess if we're gonna, we haven't really talked about the Thor and Hulk fight in this one. Um, yeah, that was the, yeah, that's their big, the, the big meat sure. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The meaty clackers. It was, it, was, it's, it was fun. It's, it's what I wanted from the first Avengers movie. And it's really cool because... Uh, sorry. Um, it was really cool to... Um, Did you get that fucking text, John? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bad. Read, uh, it, booty call? read it out loud. It's 1130. Everyone you love is in this room with you. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, we, um, fuck, he just threw me off. Uh, shit. Fight what's, what's the no, text? No, no, no. Read, read it he out loud. Fucking, he has a... It's from my mom. <laughs> Aw. Um, Aw. It's... Uh, Andrew, did, he, did your mom text you? Nope. Thor has Ooh. a helmet. Yeah, is, oh yeah, Thor he's supposed to fucking have a helmet. Which like, and then Hulk's look is badass too because it's that uh, no, World Breaker like, Hulk. Like Thor, Thor. That's directly like from Hulk's the books. Look. Yeah, oh, I also. do. But like, but the th- so fuck up. But like, I like Thor's helmet-like look. Yeah, like what is it anyway? What's wrong with that's this? not his real helmet though. The it one, looks the better than his actual wings. helmet. Like the <laughs> one that has wings. That that's really dumb. Like this one. Looks I like really how they cool. kept Loki's helmet. They're like that's the same. Those two big ass horns. 
that's oh, ridiculous. Cool. I can't believe like keep giving Loki his helmet yeah. back. That's just in- insane. He used good it costumes. In a fight. He did yeah, use he it did. in a fight. Well, that's yeah. what, like, but it took him this long. Oh fucking shit! Well, one of the so- was, I'm just getting like gripey now about this. <laughs> now that we're talking about what things look like, what uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that what TT what TT does like, is he makes the landscape. Uh, I mean, one for the world of people. It's one of the best movies he's done. Um, but the landscape and the way that New Zealand looks plays into a lot of the film especially when it, it's time to be secluded from everything else. What do you guys think about the world that they built? What's it called? Sakar? Sakar. Sakar. The most colorful little town. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's like a trash heap. Like, it's like a dump for like the universe. But so, it's a pretty dump. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what's, that's what's crazy. That, I assume that's what those wormholes are, right? It's very like... Dump it down. It's yep. like the universe is like trash. Yeah. Like, they even have to go trash. up the devil's asshole to, to get back to Earth. Oh, yeah. The devil's anus. Yep. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, like the colorful, like co- the colorful colors, mm-hmm. and then like, colors. but like on top of that, like the grime and the fact that like it feels lived in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like yeah. a very, re- I don't know what, what's it called. Wasteland future, retro. Fu- I don't know what the fuck it's called. There's a term for it. Steampunk. Yes. Find it. <laughs> no. What did you Google. think? I, I like the Grandmaster's introduction into it because it's that Willy oh, Wonka, the, the Willy Wonka thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, thing. Come and it describes me. and it, and one of the other things like it, it this the exposition that happens in normal superhero movies come from something like this. And this movie said, well, if we're gonna do exposition. Let's fucking do some good <laughs> explanation of this thing, and let's just get it right on the nose with a "Come with Me" song yeah, from exactly. Willy Wonka, yeah, with good. some visuals, and let's have Thor going through it, learning, and then screaming at the end. Because I love that it counted down like three, well, well, two, all, and he's like, screaming like ah. That's another callback to Willy Wonka. Almost exactly the same color where Gene Wilder screaming on the boat, you know, type mm. of thing. Mm-hmm. The best. Willy Wonka, guys. Did you that's think Johnny Depp to... was better than? No. Okay. No. What he said uh, something creepy all the time in that movie. Don't. Okay. All right. Sorry. Just what else? Don't. What else about Thor did you like, John? You have anything that you didn't like or loved? Mm, or? The score. The score is kind of weird. The score. I, I didn't really dig all the eighty synth pop. Stranger like, Thingy. See. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I it, like that the Grandmaster played. A no, wait, wait. You dug it or you didn't? Nah, dig it? Yeah. I didn't dig it. Was, it. it was. Well, just it's not that I didn't dig it. It was just very like obvious. Yeah. Yeah, it was because it. I remember seeing it and seeing like a Guardians trailer, very very close to the time I saw this trailer, and thinking like, man, this is interesting. Because even marketed it, marketed it, they marketed it, they market marketed it. Yes, they marketed it. <laughs> they, okay. they marketed it like just like a Guardians. <laughs> like even he still even said it wrong. It even like, had like an '80s font with yeah. that you know, kind of trailed off. It looks like a fucking arcade game, like the actual logo to exactly. a fucking. Yeah. And the movie is colorful, but it's not set in no. the '80s. In yeah. the '80s. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it, that that was weird to me. There is some some cool tunes like the Grandmaster's little. Uh, when he's little, playing yeah, his the, or, the, the orgy ship theme, yeah, yeah, because it's, he yells out, "It's my birthday," which yeah. is like really yeah. fucking that's funny. What, that's Hilarious. what I mean. Yeah, I mean that timing is so yeah, the great is in great, this movie, yeah. and I think that's something that he has. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, the Led Zeppelin music doesn't count, but like they they do a callback to the uh, to the first Thor's theme by Patrick Doyle at the very end, which yeah, is pretty awesome. Where he's leading the peeps. Yeah, that's I thought I I kind of like that. That was awesome. But again, you don't. That that piece of the score is not like in the entire movie at all, so it's mm. it's really funny. It's 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 an anomaly, I guess. Whenever you get to it, 
For sure, yeah. I wish that um, <laughs> that battle would have the battle at the end. I wish because we counted the amount of people that Thor had on his side, and it was a total of eight people, um, including Korg and Meek. But um, that would have been cool to see some other interaction. Like I wanted to see Hulk fight Hela maybe at some point, or Heimdall or Scourge get up in that. But um, it wasn't. I mean, because I, I feel like there was a deleted scene or a, a scene on the trailer where they were all kind of like lining up on the Bifrost and they were about to fight something. But um, all we got was basically the Valkyrie and, and uh, Thor uh, tag team handicap match thing on her. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think that's pretty, yeah. I'm texting John. Yeah, I know. We're I, saying I that see. you're stupid. They're not, Fuck you. They're not texting me at all. Yeah, like, I'm looking 60. At, I'm looking at Twitter. Stop taking a, shit. a picture of your job. I'm renewing my Pornhub uh, VIP. Cowboys.com. My Pornhub community membership. I'm getting link, a lot of hits. Is there an actual subscription to Pornhub? Is that correct? The no. LinkedIn yeah. Pornhub account. Countdowns Infinity is released on Pornhub. It's one of the top trending Jesus. anal videos. Gross. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Because we, it's it's shit. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I think I, I think. Uh, well, let's go around the horn. Let's horn it up. Final impressions with our final impressions. I'll start this time. I thought it was good. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I think this movie. If I had to characterize it as as two genres, I think Thor, Ragnarok. No, I think it's an action movie. It's a pretty okay action movie, but it's a really great comedy. It's colorful. The visuals are great. Um, and and Taika, Taika, oh, I'm gonna have a Taika hard time here. Waititi. Taika, Taika Waititi, who wrote the Waititi. first, he wrote the screenplay for uh, Moana, which I just looked did up on really? his IMDb. Yeah, Ooh, he, fucking did he wrote not. the original screenplay for I thought Moana. That was Lin Manuel Miranda. Like, he wrote the music. One? John. God. Oh, you're right. No, well, but yeah, I mean, he like, also he, fucking. Never mind. I mean, I'm sure he wrote some of it too. But yeah, he wrote. Uh, um, he he made Moana. Just trying um, to dig myself a hole. <laughs> I I think he has such a great uh, personal touch, and he knows how to make something really goofy, which this movie is. Uh, but I I think it's a it's a great example of um something that's new, something that's different, and directly referencing all of the things that people. Uh, recognize and and making a joke out of it because life is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially nowadays. Yeah. Man. Damn. Oh, jeez, well, John. <laughs> I know, real dark, John. Um, but anyway, um, I thought the same thing for sure. Um, it was pretty uh, interesting to see how it was gonna how the the cards were gonna fall because again, it, uh, the other two didn't really have a footing as to what they wanted the character to be. Um, this one's really good about. Um, kind of being a, almost like a satire, almost, and uh, uh, po- like you, like we said, that's a good word that we haven't yeah. used yet. Satire. I don't know if it's satirish is more that it's, it's parody. Yeah, yeah, it's very right. parodyish. Yeah, uh, I think it's more uh, 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 commedia dell'arte. Yeah, get the thesaurus. Uh. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was really, really um, awesome, and I, I think uh, Taika put a, a really neat spin on it. it. It'll be interesting to see if maybe they have another Thor movie after this, because and then. It has to what, pick up from the direction of right, this one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, if it's super serious, then people are obviously going to notice and, and point that out for sure. But if they get him to come back, it'll be interesting to see what a sequel looks like to him. And um, if if he'll do more of the same or um, if he'll try to shake it up a little bit more. I know um, when people first found out about this movie, they're like, oh, it's a Hulk. Uh, it's a buddy cop. They, they called it a buddy cop road trip movie throughout the galaxy. And it was with uh, basically Hulk and, and Thor. But... Um, 
the cast really shines. It's not just Hulk and Thor. You get returning characters like uh, Anthony Hopkins and um, Idris Elba and Tom Hiddleston, but and then you get the great additions of the other uh, characters as well. And um, I think it does still fall victim to the uh, that little villain curse that they had. Um, I thought... Kate Blanchett was was pretty awesome, but I thought she could have been better for sure. Um, you know, I don't know if that's just Taika or is that that's just the fact that you know that you these movies need to be self contained regarding the villain because they can't you know they're not going to come back for the next one or something like that. You always want to try to do it bigger, but um, I can't wait to see what Thor's. I mean, now that he, it, it's interesting that this is so similar to Guardians because they pair him up with the Guardians in Infinity War, so I think it it'll also ease the transition from going you know if this if this movie hadn't existed and it was only dark world and him jumping in with the guardians it would have been weird because dark world kind of again was a little bit more serious and um him going to straight comedy and infinity war would have been weird but now that this one uh, came out between those it'll be a little bit more of a it's a good buffer e- yeah exactly ease in transition you know what's insane as you were talking about the villain is the vision it's Sort of that weird inevitability thing. His vision of that thing destroying, yeah, As- uh-huh. yeah uh, destroying Asgard. He didn't end up changing it, but uh, you know, it still ended up being the the right thing. So yeah, it it's came wild. back around a, full circle. Yeah, from the, from the beginning. Such a clever, uh, yeah, plot device because it wasn't like him saving anything really. Yeah, and if anything, everything got destroyed. It was not a, a full win. I would probably say, like, in the pantheon of Marvel movies and when the tonality especially, this one stands alone because it's just so much different. And in also it stands alone where, like, if you know Marvel movies, if you're, like, already watching these movies, like, that's, this is a movie that you can just watch on your own. You don't have to, like, build up to or, like, feel like you got to watch something, like, after or anything like that. It's just one that you can just watch, and that's what I like about it. It just feels like something, like... I might end up actually buying this movie and yeah. putting it on on like a Sunday to like you know clean the house too or something like right. that because well, it's like because it's, it's, it's got so many fun lines and quotability I can just like turn and look at it and ah it's funny okay and then go back to sweeping or something like that yeah. versus like something like the Winter Soldier where I feel like it's a grind to get through or and you can't miss like a minute yeah exactly <laughs> like it's more of a movie that like demands like attention and stuff like that yeah, and it's and, also yeah. and it's not like this one doesn't demand attention it's just that it doesn't all it doesn't I guess it doesn't demand attention. Yeah, it's like it, it, it like rewards attention. But it knows it's not what like, it is, but it, like it's a very good movie in, in itself too. Yeah, and so yeah, I like this movie. It was I, good. That's, yeah. that's really cool because like me and Drew actually were um, yesterday when we let you borrow the movie, we were like, I think he's gonna hate it, and then we started watching it yesterday night. We was like, he totally hates this movie. Yeah, <laughs> like we were, we're watching yeah, it, we're so like, we didn't know how it was gonna go because um, again, it is very different from from anything that you've seen in the Marvel yeah. uh, cinematic universe, and um, it's cool because it it'll pave the way for projects in the future i'm sure and it's cool that david says that because yeah the only callback is pretty much the black widow thing on the quinjet and that that's pretty much it you know everything else is is, and even then they catch you up like whenever they do that like exactly yeah yeah for sure yeah like when that when that happened on the quinjet i was like that's where this movie takes place i couldn't even remember like that was like in the timeline yeah yeah i was like who's ultron who are they talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sun's getting real low and they still make fun of that down. stuff too right yeah, yeah. the sun's like getting real low yeah. sun's, getting, sun's going down um i like this movie this is actually um ever since liking this movie it's gonna be like it's probably one of the better or ever since watching this movie i've, I've kind of it's kind of shot up on my list top five john top five yeah i'll go ahead and actually put it in the top five Damn. it's actually really it's it's really funny it's uh, like david said it's really easy to kind of just jump in and watch 
Yeah. Um, I actually like it a little better than the movie we're going to talk about next week, only because like it's it had that much more of an impact. Ooh, Black fired. Panther. Yeah, just like just because the way the Black Panther. comedic ways. I mean, nothing wrong with Black <laughs> well, Panther. Black Panther is pretty awesome. Way. God damn it. Um, God damn it. It's playing here. Yeah, uh, that, was, that was Forrest yeah. Whitaker. That was Forrest Whitaker. It's here. just it's just a really fun movie. It doesn't take itself too seriously while still having some actual emotional moments whenever it needs to do needs to get the job done. Um, yeah, it's pretty great. I didn't expect a Thor movie to be this good. There you go. I'll just go ahead and just Ooh, say that because it's like you know, you had it twice before, and it's again like the yeah night movie, elves. This movie doesn't really <laughs> save the trilogy that it's a part of, but it is the best part about this character, cinematic wise. So yeah, exciting, exciting stuff. Boom! This is the best Thor movie for sure. Yeah, yeah, one. best Thor, best Thor. That's what I. Well, let's yeah. talk about uh, the after credit scene before we go into plugs. What happens at the after credit scene of this movie? Um, the first one is what Thanos. Yeah, Thanos finally showing up. Thanos. So this is an actual link to Infinity For sure. War. Yeah. Direct, yeah, I think, yeah, it leads up directly to the, the, probably the opening, the opening shot yeah, of Infinity opening, War. Yeah. They see his gigantic ship. And, uh, you know, what's interesting in Infinity War, we don't see the rest of the Asgardians. Guardians. Yeah, you don't see yeah. Korg or no, you Hulk do not, or... No, no. They snap. They pretty sure die. they're dead. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure they're Oh, well. Spoiler. We forgot to put food on this ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, we just left. Everything just blew up. <laughs> what's another... Is there another after credits other than that? There is. There's a very um, comedic one at the very end where um, the Grandmaster oh, yeah. saying that the revolution that was held on his planet was a tie. <laughs> Yeah, you basically, he's like, there couldn't have been a revolution without someone to overthrow, so you're welcome. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what he... I'm one says. of you guys now. Yeah, and then he basically just takes his power back, <laughs> so like, yeah. it's yeah. really funny. And I'm really excited. I hope there's another Thor movie, at least a Thor that's like this movie. I yeah. think for them to go yeah. back to, you know... To yeah. very serious Thor again. Something he, insane. Apparently, he has the most screen Something time. Something He has the most screen time in Infinity War. Interesting. Which is cool because he's he's kind of pushed to the forefront, whereas Cap and Iron Man have been taking most of the spotlight. But he is one of the original yeah. members for sure, so that'll be cool to see more of him. Well, Thor lives in that world. For us on Earth, we're just like, oh fuck, let's yeah. get out of here. We're doomed. Yeah. yeah, and Thor has seen this. Thor, on the yeah, he's probably like, oh, here's some ways we can win this. You should have seen this big old fire monster that destroyed Asgard. You know, Moana. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Boom. Weird. There you go. Weird. Oh yeah. Tough. I, I, Ooh, <laughs> very nice. Shit together at all. Fuck. All right. Have you seen Moana? Uh, I fell asleep during it. Good. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. It was all right. You know who else fell asleep throughout th- through the middle of Moana? Uh, Moana's uh... director. <laughs> I was say something else, but <laughs> the rock, but, it, but in a probe. Yep. I stopped myself. <laughs> well, let's talk about plugs, guys. We are so close to the final episode. Um, before we talk about our plans, let's talk about our plugs. But. Or ears. <laughs> nice. Gross. <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One for each of them. David, do you have anything to plug? Um, nothing personal, except I guess check, always check out Sticker Fridge. I'm a part of that. We have shows on there, fam films and have, director's show. Have people actually, have been, people have been, le- have been listening to the pod from this pod? I don't know. Do I don't know. Who's, they who, could be. Who I mean, hopefully, I don't have any access to those statistics because we plug it all the time. Boom. You fuckers, you need to be listening to everything oh, that we plug. Shots fired. Call them. Hear that? You fuckers, open invite. Oh. Open invite. We just lost like half our listeners. Yeah, no, if you're not a fucker, then don't show up. Yeah, because I know exactly. Re- our Revenge of the Sequel has been getting downloads. With some runoff peen from this. I feel like you're just like literally like, oh, have you guys been getting downloads? Because we get downloads. No, I'm thinking. I'm just. I'm <laughs> hoping. Yeah, like, I'm hoping it does. I'm just asking. asking. Yeah. I hope we get some runoff some peen. Shit. 
some peeing in the v- gross. Andrew, what do you have to plug? Obviously, you have a shop. Do I really? Yeah. Yeah, I know. So um, I work at a comic book store, obviously, Heroes and Fantasy. So if you like the Thor Ragnarok movie, then you're going to love some other book that he's been in. And uh, yeah, I can <laughs> hook you up. Yeah, exactly. I'll find something for you, even if it's more Guardian stuff. I'm sure he eventually has joined the Guardians before. Um, but uh, yeah, really, really cool. If you like them space adventures involving your favorite <laughs> Avengers, but also uh, be on the lookout on the Delphin Pod Network for a brand new podcast that uh, one of the guests that we've had on this show, uh, Clayton, is doing. David. Yeah, I'm kidding, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you uh, give us 120 episodes of nice, something? Yeah, oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be uh, Clayton, and he's he's doing a, a comic review podcast. Fanboy Comics. Yeah, Fanboy Comics. Boy! Right. Basic name, but unbasic material. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, Unbasic material. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Sorry, Clay. I just kind of made Boom. <laughs> Clay, uh, shots fired, open invites. Uh, come fight John in the street. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, he's he's a reviewing Action Comics number one thousand. You're the first um, guest, on it, right? Yeah, I am the first guest. I'm uh, passing the torch, so to speak, to so that he could spread his little wings and fly. Oh, that okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, so you're passing a torch to a bird. <laughs> yeah, okay. a baby bird. Yeah, essentially. Tweet tweet. There he goes. Tweet, tweet. Oh, man. He's really having a hard time with that, <laughs> that huge-ass that torch. torch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, what do you have to plug? Well, all of the Delphin Pod podcasts here. Uh, this one's about to end, so you know you can listen to the one, this one as much as you can before before yeah. it's fucking over. Yeah, but we have another Revenge of the Sequel coming soon. Yeah, Revenge of the Sequel. New definitely, season. Um, jump over to that. It's gonna, be if you on guys, the lookout. If you guys like um, everything that we're talking about here and... Well, I mean, we not, like movies. Yeah, movies and non, you know, on the non-Marvel front, we'll still talk about movies on the Revenge of the Sequel. It'll be pretty co- cool. Um, obviously, listen to Fanboy Comics. That's going to come out very, very soon. It's a brand new podcast. Um, listen to The Sitting Room. Listen to... I think I'm missing someone. Am I Am I missing one? No. It's their fault if they're forgettable. Anyway, um, listen to yeah. all the... Uh, listen to all the Sticker Fridge... Um, Network podcast as well. We have some growing stuff going on uh, on that end. Some growing stuff? Growing. We're growing some new stuff on that you end. You guys sell weed? <laughs> we do, actually. <laughs> that, that, I didn't want to make that part public, but we do. Um, but anyway, uh, listen Everyone to, has a connect now. Listen to um, Basuda Boys. Listen to uh, Fam Films Movie Club podcast. Listen to Director Showdown. Listen to the Sticker Fridge Sports podcast. Listen to Blank is the Killer. I think that's all of them. Um, check out the YouTube page as well, too. We have some um, really cool, fun stuff on there for everybody. And, yeah, just have fun. Uh, yeah. I echo everyone. I second everything. Don't be plugging our plugs. You plug something different. Um, give them the phone number again. Yeah, I'm going to give you guys a phone number again. After you watch uh, Infinity War, let us know what you think. Keep it short, unless you don't want to. Um, the phone number is 512-937-3763. Leave us your review. We'll listen to them and we'll air them. And if you don't want this podcast to end, uh, just tell us what you want it to be. <laughs> yeah. tell, right. tell us what to do next. There aren't any more tell Marvel movies. Tell us what movies. to do. There aren't, um, yeah. yeah, and we're still giving free stuff away at Dolphin Pod, uh, all social media. And even if, you're, if you don't want to win one of those things, leave us a message, and we're still sending stuff out. If you don't live in the United States, I'm having a hard time figuring out <laughs> uh, what the, shipping the most is like. appropriate shipping method is. So let us know if you send us something. Yeah. Also, we'll tell us what the best yeah. way. We'll of send you a raven. It. Yeah, I'll send a raven uh, carrying a torch. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> thanks for David for coming on again. It's awesome. Yeah, always a pleasure having you on. We have to have tweet, you on a, on a <laughs> yeah, a revenge one. Yeah, revenge of the sequel. You have to pick a movie, bro. Always a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and congrats again on your engagement. It's gonna be awesome. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. It was very and, fun. I don't want to take the spotlight away from your engagement, but John, uh, I want to ask you something. <laughs> oh no! How do I breathe without you? Why did you choose that song? Uh, I, I feel like that's so you. <laughs> What song is that from? It's from Con Air, right? Con Air. Con Air, a masterpiece of a movie. Con you can Vic find Air. on the Fan Films Movie Club Boom. podcast. See, another yeah. plug. You thought it was not scripted, you thought but it was, it was over. scripted. Yep. There's another plug. Boom. Just also, I want to plug uh, Infinity War. Go watch it. It's a movie. I'm pretty uh, sure a lot of people are going to watch that shit. <laughs> that movie's going to make a ton of money. Yeah. I think you can they don't need our plugs to get more tickets. money. Yeah, little known Little franchise. known little thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a, a lot. You have movie. to... Worry about it. It's going to be a good movie. You could go in fresh. Don't watch any of these other movies. Yeah, go in. What are we doing here? They're going to be so confused. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Toodles. Later, guys. Later, guys.